Friday, you bastard. Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? Charge rejected in potential landmark case. How do you like that? But we'll get to that in a minute because I'm in a state of shock. I, that caught me off guard. Didn't you catch you off balance? Oh, did you see my head spin around? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. That sums it up exactly right there. I don't know whether to scream or eat a banana. Now, is it because it's the new year? Do you think he turned over a new fig leaf? I, I don't know. Maybe the it was a mistake. Man? It was not a mistake. I heard it very loud and bombastically and articulately and uh, whatever. That was shocking. I, I, I'm serious. Very rarely am I at a loss for words, but I don't know whether to scream or eat a banana or go out there and grab him before he gets in the parking lot and give him a big hug and a kiss for New Year's. You know? Oh, and I didn't bring my camera. Kiss him on the bald spot. Wait till Monday. I'll bring uh, Which covers a lot of territory. We'd have to get the mouse off of there first, but nevertheless. No, it comes in handy because it not only covers the bald spot, but then it also operates your computer screen while nobody's looking. You know, we saved the muskrat. It's on Luis. Oh, I like that. Maybe Monday morning I'll go in there with my uh, Monday finest on and a muskrat on my head. No, I'm not going to. I'm not. I told you, I'm not. Uh, I'm not interacting. Although I, at that point, maybe because it's the new year, maybe this old man with the varicose veins and the drippy bag, maybe this guy has like uh, re-examined his entire. Uh, how about those Panthers, by the way? Oh! Since we just had three hours of football talk, this town. I mean, are you people ever going to? No. I know. Why even bother finishing the question? God damn it. Football, football. Hey, I hate to break the news to you. You got your Fiesta Bowl tonight. Miami will kick the crap out of a girls team tonight again, which everybody knows. By the way, nice game, Iowa, last night. Remember I told you how good they were? Uh, at any rate, and, and then, of course, you got your uh, playoffs in the Super Bowl. And after that, what are they going to talk about? Panthers are two points out of first place in their division. Kick Colorado's ass right there in Denver, 4-1 to last night. Three quick goals there in the first period. Two points out of first place, back-to-back -back wins in Jersey, and then a quick trip to Colorado, and they still uh, kick their ass. And nobody is talking about it on this radio station. The so, so, and the game is on Waxy last night. Didn't I bitch about that yesterday? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Yes. You bet your sweet ass, I told you. A disgrace. A disgrace to the human effing race, man. This radio station puts on the Orange Bowl, USC and Iowa. Do you know how many people in this town give a rat's ass about Iowa and USC? Who? None. It's exactly. Iowa. What the hell are they, Iowa? The Hawkeyes? Is that what they are? And the Trojans. You don't need no Trojans in this town, I guarantee you that. That's only for people looking to get laid. Oh, that's right. We don't want no Trojans. We want, like, 
What is it? Celibacy-based... Uh, right, abstinence. Abstinence-based uh, uh, sex education, right. $150 million your president's spending for that. You know what I say to that? Screw him. 774 votes. We'll get to that pot story from Canada, eh, where they're like light years ahead of us, and they're laughing up their sleeve at us, eh? What a joke. As America's pot police continue with this cottage industry of theirs, putting poor... Now, what did you say? 18 breaks? No matter what yes. you say, I'm going to do whatever I want anyway. Oh, Don't I, you understand? I know, I know. See, I've got the lay of the land now that I'm back here. Yesterday and today is like, it's like, it's like free time. It's not like real work, not like we're really on the air. Haven't you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't really give a crap yesterday because nobody else does. They're all out there in Tempe. Yeah, they're all out there at the Fiesta Bowl, having a siesta at the Fiesta Bowl, including Clarence. What's he been out there, about two weeks? He still ain't going to get laid. Maybe you can go to that geriatric cat house. Well, I mean, it's Arizona. Arizona, all the great-grandparents of the people in Florida, they moved to Arizona, to Sun City. What a horrible place. Ever been to Arizona? Uh, don't. We walked across the Hoover Dam. No, that's that don't count. <laughs> 774 votes on the poll yesterday. What's your New Year's resolution this year? And the leading far and away, the leading category in the poll was New Year's resolutions are for assholes. Oh, God. 401, 51.8% said that. Lose weight, 132. Have a lot more sex, 127. Now, don't you think the two of those kind of like are connected? All you fat farts out there. All you disgusting big tubs of crap. Who that wants to have sex with you, huh? If you could be nice and slim like me, then you might get laid once in a while. Lose weight, 132. Have a lot more sex, 127. George would have voted for that, but he already gave up. Don't take any crap, 72. Quit boozing, 27. And quit smoking, 15. And like I said, we really blew it because I should have said quit smoking what? No, we should have no, we should have made a point. Quit smoking faggots or quit smoking the w wicked weed. Or crack. Hash. Please. With corned beef? Pot charge rejected in potential landmark case. Simple possession of small amounts of marijuana may soon be legal in Canada. All right. Following a decision by a judge in Windsor, Ontario, to throw out possession charges against a 16-year-old boy. You know what they do with a 16-year-old boy they find with pot in America? Fry his ass. No trial. No questions asked. They fry his ass. Or they turn him over to Father O'Toole just in time. I guess 16 is a little bit too old. Justice Douglas Phillips threw out a charge after defense lawyer Brian McAllister argued Ottawa had yet to address the question of simple possession stemming from a landmark case two years ago. My interpretation of the law, and it's been accepted by the judge, is there's no law in Ontario prohibiting possession of marijuana, McAllister, in an interview, eh? A spokesman for the Federal Justice Department said the ruling will be studied and a decision on whether to appeal or take some other action will likely be made within 10 days. The ruling could spell the end of prohibition on possession of less than 30 grams of marijuana, but McAllister said anyone possessing the drug could still be charged. Now, how much is 30 grams, since you're the expert? Let me make up my metric. No, but no, I mean, how much is that? We don't, we don't do grams. Almost an ounce, somebody else well, oh. Almost an ounce? More than an ounce. How do you like that? More than an ounce? Holy crap! you got a 16-year-old kid with an ounce of pot in this country, and they're going to, like, slice his head off right on the spot. No questions asked. They'll turn him over to freaking O.J., speaking of the Axemeister. we got the great O.J. story coming up. Hey, O.J., you're a scumbag. We know he listens to this show, by the way. We hate you like poison. You're a scumbag. You're going to be on our poll again today. We take great pleasure in putting your ass on our poll, but we give you some pretty heavy competition today. 
I doubt police will stop charging people for the moment, McAllister said, but from what I understand, there's a number of other judges who have been awaiting the decision and have been holding off hearing other cases that involve the same issue, so it's potentially persuasive on those courts. Federal Justice Minister Martin Koshan has said he would like to decriminalize marijuana. However, CTV's Mike Duffy said Justice Department officials in Ottawa considered Thursday's decision a bit of a step too soon. You ever see Mike Duffy, big fat turd burger like an old? He's an old fuddy-duddy Duffy is what he is. Oh, sorry, Duff. Duffy also said when it comes to marijuana-related cases, there's no equal provision or application of the law. The case of the Windsor area teen who can't be named because he's a minor turned on a two-year-old decision in which the Ontario Court of Appeal sided with an epileptic marijuana user. Terry Parker argued the law violated the rights of sick people using pot for medical reasons. The court gave the federal government a year to amend its marijuana legislation. It did not. Instead, it enacted the Marijuana Medical Access Regulations intended to allow marijuana use for medical reasons under certain circumstances. How do you like that? So like in every aspect of it, they continue being light years ahead of the USA with the DEA and all this other bull crap. All these idiots just, just racing off with your taxpayer dollars and throwing your ass in jail over the wacky weed. Which, by the way, nobody dies from the wacky weed. They die from cigarettes. Are cigarettes illegal? No. They die from booze. Is booze illegal? No. No. How do you like that? Just a little over an ounce. Nope, it's a little over an ounce. How do you like them apples, huh? Here's our poll today, and we're breaking into New Year. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, clammy. I feel like clammy, you know. You know what I mean? My skin is crawling from what happened just on our change over there, where we usually draw the line at nine. Just when you thought he had I no would have surprises. Sworn, I would have sworn I heard old Mo. Say, Neil Rogers is next, and Jim uh, Mandich is what? Uh, the whole schedule there, just like it says on the sheet here in front of me. Ed Kaplan, the Gulfstream at 3. That's all you're getting, Petey Lenny, by the way. Don't don't try to whore this show anymore, you idiot. And don't ask me what flavors I want either, you jackass. I'll tell you what flavor I'd like, and you ain't got it. Hurricane game day. we got, like, lots of pregame festivities in foreplay starting at 5. The Fiesta Bowl from uh, wherever they're playing, 10P. The Hurricanes in Ohio State, the Buckeyes. And you know what they say out there, buck the Buckeyes. Oh, so they're going to have like a lot of Buckeye fans is what I'm hearing. The Hurricanes are going to be outnumbered. But it won't make any difference. I say final score is like about 41-17 for Miami. And that asshole that called me yesterday, oh, you're going to be watching the game? I said, probably. Oh, I didn't know you were, uh, when did you become a Hurricane fan? I also watched the Notre Dame game the other day, on New Year's Day. Am I a Notre Dame fan? No. No, I watched it because I got sexual excitement every time North Carolina State made uh, another big game. Forget when they scored, it was like, uh, scored, scored. out of control right in my pants. I mean, I mean, because I'm watching the game. See, I will say this. If I'm gonna watch any kind of a sporting event, even if I'm not a fan of the team, I either have to be rooting hard for one team to win or, as in the Notre Dame case, because who gives a crap about North Carolina State? I'll tell you, that quarterback for North Carolina State's good. What the hell's his name? I have no idea. I'm asking Carlos, because George, he don't want to tell us. No, but seriously, he's good. A big stud. Kind of a yahoo. That's because he's from North Carolina. But uh, So you have to be either rooting for somebody to win or somebody to lose. So just because they said I would watch the game tonight, does that mean I'm a Hurricane fan? No. Of course not, you silly person. But let me ask you this, now that the... A Panthers are only two points out of first place. Aren't we blessed here in South Florida? Huh? Triple blessed. Triple blessed to be here in South Florida. You got the Heat, you got the Panthers, and you got the Hurricanes. Forget about the Dolphins. They're a bunch of choke artists. Nobody cares about them with that silly-ass Dartmouth Jew quarterback they got. Nobody cares about them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. If I ever develop a product, Jay, I'm not gonna have you be the spokesman. I'll tell you that right now because uh, not a good sign. Maybe the high sign, but not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't be picking on Jay, okay? He he did his best. It wasn't his fault. He didn't uh, call those plays there. That was Norv Turner. That they're all. You notice on this station they're all like covered up for him. Did you see Mandich yesterday? He looked like a beaten man. I have never seen him look so bad. Last time when I was here in November, he was all chipper and all upbeat. Of course, at that time the Dolphins were kicking ass, you know. But man, he looked yesterday like he had aged about 50 years. And he he before he walked out here, he actually said to me, "I'm not making this up." He said. Why do you think they did it? In other words, why did they choke? He's asking me. And I'm telling him it's North Turner and like, uh, you know, don't kill any of the clock. Don't run Ricky, God forbid, there in that last drive because uh, that might win a game. They have a death wish. It's like Charles Bronson all over again. They got a goddamn death wish, the Dolphins. And, of course, the people who follow them. Here's our pool question today. I'm a little bit, I may have to change this after that 9 o'clock, huh? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be the gentile genteel thing to do? Yeah, but am I going to change fun. it? No, no. Well, I wouldn't. We're not going to stop having fun on this show just because Mo is making nice now. I mean, I I almost feel uh, like I probably should have gone and stood in the window there and waved and uh, said Happy should've, New we Year. Would have played a bit, given him the salute and said Happy New Year. You silly old Jew. We played people vein so you could go out and bond. Here's the uh, poll question, and you notice like I'm I'll, like I said I'll take some breaks whenever I feel like it, whenever the mood strikes me. Because we got a couple of sales holes running around the building. But other than that, and we got Duff, of course, who's here, like, putting in an appearance. But other than that, there's nobody here. Just the way we like it. Boy, we could have such a great time here every goddamn day if it was like this every day. No pain in the ass, upper-level management. No Greg Reed with his bald spot. No um, Todd Dreck. Speaking of useless creatures, people wasting oxygen. Hey, Todd, how's the Culligan man doing, you jackass? You little twerp, you scumbag. Here's the poll. In fact, we probably should have put him on there, too. But who is the most despicable figure of the past 50 years? Don't you think that's a pleasant way to start out the new year? I, I like it. It's typical. It's the kind of stuff. Look, I'm back in town. I understand. I got the vibes again. I nearly got wiped out on the road twice yesterday by assholes. I'm up there at the corner of 441 and County Line Road. And I'm making my left turn yesterday going home to go to the turnpike. And this asshole, I don't want to say what dealership it was from, but I might if I get pissed off enough, in a big truck, you know, one of those dealer trucks, he's in the left-hand lane and I'm in the other turn lane. There's two turn left turn lanes there side by each. And as we're making the turn and I'm to his right, and I have some idea how to steer my Corvette around the corner, you know, I mean, I've done it a couple of times. Just follow the and he's, he's like turning that big-ass truck of his, and if I wouldn't have been paying any attention, he'd like... Sideswipe me right there in a goddamn drifting corner. into your lane, drifting, drifting in my freaking lane, you jackass. Welcome home. And because it's one of the sponsors on this radio station, I won't tell you what dealership it was from, but I should take it down the goddamn plate number, and turn his old ad. It was some old cracker, nasty old cracker, paying no attention. Don't you hate people that make wide turns? And why? Why? For example, women do that a lot. They'll come to a place where they want to make a right-hand turn, like into a driveway, and they'll swing to the left, and sure. then they swing around to the right. Well, what does that accomplish? What does that accomplish, swinging to the goddamn left, you stupid bitch? It accomplishes pissing you off. It accomplishes conveying to me, if we didn't already notice it, that you don't know how to drive, that you have no business being on the road. Let's talk left-hand turns. Oh, forget about that. Anyway, here's our poll. I'll get to it. Don't start getting pushy, okay? I'm having a great time these last two days. By the way, thanks again, Moses. Here and quit with those steroids, you idiot. 
Are we not supposed to mention that on don't the air? Don't mention that. I don't care. That's bad. Here's a, seriously, what is wrong with people? It's it just if I looked like him, if I was his age again and looked just like he looked before. Now I see you're laughing. Do you have any idea how busy I'd be all the time? <laughs> I wouldn't have time to be here to do this show. I'd be busy. No, and, and so that wasn't good enough for him. So now he's uh, taking steroids. And he's all bulked up. His arms, look, he looks like he's going to be one of those muscle-bound freaks. And what bothered me the most was the neck. He looks like No-Neck Williams. Remember him? Who? Baseball player from oh, yeah. only lighter, oh, yeah. com lighter complected. No, he, you've seen people with no neck. It's a jarhead. Yeah, a exactly, head. like a jughead. You idiot, what's wrong with you, Moses? Thanks for the Tylenol or whatever that was, the uh, Ecotrin, whatever the hell he brought in here, the Tuanols. But good God, stop stop destroying yourself, you silly person, you. I'm going to turn him into daddy. Can you imagine what his father's going to do to him when he finds out he's been doing steroids and bulking all up and looking like that? going to kick the crap out of that kid, probably put a hit on him. Here's our poll today. Who's the most despicable figure? Of, oh, and uh, I'll tell you another guy. that I, He's a good guy, though. Good guy. Bulked up, not not bulked up with steroids, with food. Our good friend Bob oh, Soper. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. I saw Bob Soper on Channel 4 News last night doing the weather. He stood in front of the Florida map and covered it up. Covered up the whole... Bob, we love you, but we'd like to have you around for a while. You know, Bob and Susan Soper are two dear friends of ours. Remember, Bob called the show here a couple of months right. ago when last time I was in town. Love Bob Soper. And always Bob Weaver. A, always been a friend. I mean, Bob Weaver, our good friend Bob, he's got, he can't help himself. He's, you know, 100 years old. That's just the way it happens to the best of us. But Bob Soper, come on, Bob. Good golly, Miss Molly, New Year's resolution time. Hop on to bed. Let's use Bob Soper for balance for life since we can't use Fat Boy. I told Troy Stratford, if he's going to insist on using Fat Boy, uh, count me out. No chance. He's disgusting. He really is. Jeff High is disgusting. I want to go on record right now saying that. I mean, I'm fat, but I'm not not in the same league not with on that. Door. Not, not even in the same category of uh, hum, human species. Here's the poll again, or should we do the break first? Here's the poll. Who's the most despicable figure of the past 50 years? I'm teaching you how to milk it, baby. Well, it'll be 11.30 before you know it. Oh, I got And I won't even have said hello. Well, I got to drag it out because for crying out loud, after that shot there, what ne mentions my name. And he didn't even see my nice new shirt either. <gasps> Look, another new one. Two in a row. And du even Duff complimented me on my nice shirt today. Now, is, is this, I mean, this is not like a real hot shirt. But a big on green, but it's nice. For an old fart right. like me. Nice button collar. It's round free in York. It's got right. like a nice button down collar right. where it fits just perfect. No wrinkles, no dingleberries. No, it's brand new. Just took the damn pins out of it, as a matter of fact, uh, this morning. <laughs> Who's the most despicable figure of the past? I got to take his name out of there. You know, he just he he actually he made an effort. You know, I, I know I've given him so many chances, but it almost makes you feel like. Just this one time, you know, like Michael said at the end of Godfather, just this one time, Kay, you know? You hear that Julio, the uh, mayor of Little Havana, that called him this morning and uh, didn't demand, but of course, you you know, you sports guys, you're such a bunch of ass lickers, all you macho guys, you're such butt suckers, requested that he apologize for picking, the, even though it was in fun, picking the Patriots to beat the Dolphins, and the, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't give me an apology. You're a bunch of ass lickers, man. You just don't have any balls. You're supposed to be the macho guys who sit around drinking a lot of beer watching football. And let me say it again. Football's the faggiest sport that was ever invented. It's the only sport that, well, other than those Brit sports, and they're all a bunch of pansies anyway. You know, where they, what, what's the one, uh, where they all, they're all in the big huddle, uh, squash? 
What is that? Rugby? Rugby, yeah. Where they all get around in the big mud pile and grab each other's parts, you know, if they can find any. But other than that, next to that, football is the faggiest sport. It's the only sport. I mean, there's contact in hockey, but guys are banging the crap out of each other, okay? They're spearing each other. They're spurting blood all over the place. Body parts are flying off. But football, they're just grabbing each other, preferably around the crotch. Because, you know, when you grab some guy around the crotch, he has a tendency to kind of like weaken immediately and fall down. Yeah. Yeah, it's no amateur wrestling. I tried that with Moses yesterday, but since he butched up so much, it didn't work. Since he bulked up. I guess we got to do the break before the pull. 21 past 9 at QAM. Live and local. This is 560. Radio's all Double D's think I'll come. I'm so erect any minute I'll go. She's giving me one hell of a titty show. Well, I'm in titty heaven, gonna have some fun. And the best part about it is she once was a nun. Well, I'm in titty heaven, getting down on the couch. Well, I'm in titty heaven, got them both in my mouth. Two boots can be lots of Two boots can be lots of fun. 925-560-WQM. So we got uh, the regular schedule until 3. Okay, I'll be here then. Jim Mandich. Yeah, let's just start reading the names like generic, not Mad Dog. Jim Mandich, Ed Kaplan at Gulfstream at 3, and then the rest. Then that, all that hurricane stuff for hours and hours. Uh, I'm, I'm just appalled at that thing about the Panther game being farmed out to Waxy. And I forgot what Muff was in here briefly this morning. Since everybody here is in such a good mood, I don't want to like... It's not his decision, I'm sure. It's an upper-level management decision. And, of course, Greg, you know, he'll, uh, he'll make some lame excuse for it. Like, who cares about hockey anyway? Oh, yeah, like uh, somebody else we know would say. So here's the pool. Who's the most des- despicable figure of the past 50 years? Here are your choices. There could have been a lot more. Like, like I said, Todd Dreck belongs on there. Osama bin Laden. Saddam Hussein. O.J. Simpson. Wait till we get to that O.J. story. Might uh, spur some extra votes for him. I only hope so, O.J., you scumbag. Richard Nixon, Mo Howard David, George W. Bush, and Joseph Stalin. And I think we finally found a poll that Mo can't even compete in, because we already got 37 votes. Did you hear that? Compete in. I don't think I can pop my uh, thing again. Can you pop it? Osama and O.J. are already tied with 11. I voted for you, O.J., okay? You make Osama look like a goddamn uh, Sunday school preacher. Although, look out for them. Osama and O.J. 11, George W. Bush has four. Oh, just changed again. Look at that. Now that they have 40 votes. Osama's got 12, O.J. 11. Nip and tuck. Stalin, six. George W. Bush, four. Nixon, three. Mo has only got a pair, and Saddam Hussein is tied with Mo with a small pair. We're going to find, probably get some input from the audience on what just happened there at 9 o'clock this morning when Mo actually said, Neil Rogers coming up next, and then I it just... I may have to stop the show right now and just sit on the floor and kind of play my navel for at least 45 minutes to try to understand. It's got to be, like you said, I think you got your thumb on it, a secret New Year's resolution. Maybe, like, to join the human race. I think that might be getting a little bit too far. Maybe maybe next year. But, like, to become a little bit more human, to become more part of the operation here, to become one of us, you know? As opposed to one of whatever he was before, which we don't want to speculate. One of those. But to become one of those and now one of us. 
as opposed to so perfect. You know, I mean, he used to be so professional and so righteous and so perfect. But now, is it because he realizes it took him all these months to figure it out? He's here with the rest of us slobs. Because I got news for you. And I was thinking about this yesterday when I left this building. 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., we got it licked, okay? Yours truly, the mad dog and the humper, we got it. We got the same attitude. Just give us the money. That's all. Give us the money. We're here to have a good time, do a little entertainment, and not change the freaking world. And that's it. That's the attitude. Believe me when I tell you from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Not that I don't want to speak for anybody else, but trust me when I tell you. Now, maybe he's jumped on that bandwagon. Maybe he was only, and you notice I kind of let him off easy on that picking the Patriots thing yesterday, because I wasn't here. And that would be like piling on. I don't want to be like Joe Rose. I don't want to be a hard ass like Joe Rose and take these things too serious. It's just a football game, Joe. Just because you took all those showers with a bunch of naked guys, we're not going to hold that against you. And the audience doesn't realize it in the QAM shower in Greg Reed's office that when we had the first team, in fact, that's probably why it was so expensive to run that show, is they had to buy all that soap. And Joe kept dropping it. They used to take showers together at 5.45 before that show every morning. didn't help. I heard they used funny foam. I told Gelly, clean up your act, and he was in there with Defoe and Joe every morning trying to do it. And Joe kept dropping the soap. So don't be picking on our good friend Mo, Joe. Yeah, I think somebody stole his mojo, you know, just like Austin Powers. Oh, and I saw that movie on the plane coming back from Amsterdam to Toronto. Yeah. I saw that movie. You know, if that bald-headed Schwarzer keeps coming in here, we're going to have to start getting upset about that. What the hell does he want now, Troy Stratford? Too much football. I already got it. They already faxed it to me. Go away. I got it. Go get your free spaghetti dinner Monday, okay? Don't rip Troy. He cares. Don't bring, I like Troy. Troy is one of my favorite people in the whole building. Until I saw him with Scoran out there on the bench the other day. Tuesday when I had to come pick up that check, and I saw Troy Stratford sitting out there consorting with Screw Ann, and I thought, oh, please don't tell me he's the next. Roy! Oh. She, she benched him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She bunched it. What a piece of, well, she's something. And by the way, I hate to break the news to you, Screw Ann, Hank ain't here today. She was insisting to our skeleton sales department, whatever we got here now that isn't on holiday, that uh, Hank is going to be here today. He's not here today. He's on vacation, dummy. Okay? You idiot. God, is she something. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Before we get any calls, before we uh, do the uh, OJ story, Royce Applegate is dead. Aren't you upset about that? He died. I have no idea who that is. Well, here's the uh, obit. We're always big on these celebrity obits, and this isn't somebody like a Boca Bryan person that was on like sixty years ago, like William Bendix. Television and film actor Royce Applegate, who appeared in such movies as Splash and The Rookie. Now, Splash, wasn't that with the Tom Hanks? Yes, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Another, see, I, I actually liked Tom Hanks then. Cause that, right, he was that's, fun. That's his level. Yucking it up. That, yeah. Right, that's where he belongs. Not being serious, not being like saving the world, not the life is a box of chocolates. Oh. I mean, Tom Hanks makes me gag. I can't... Oh, and I heard the guy that day, that was the one other call I heard, too, talking about the fact that uh, some movie that you wouldn't see because somebody was in it and then he was taking a little shot at me. Well, not a shot, but just... The Leo come... thing, the gangs of... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I agree with you. I, would, I wouldn't go to see a movie that Leo was in if you paid me by the second. And he, I tried. He makes my skin crawl. And contrary to what you guys were saying, I saw Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it, it wasn't right. that I didn't go see it because John Travolta was in it. I, I hated it because it was a crappy movie with gratuitous violence and a piece of garbage and a lot of stupid lines over and over again. And I do know they put a mayonnaise on the fries in Amsterdam, and nobody gives a flying crap, okay? Who cares? 
out of here. And didn't I also tell you that while I was in Toronto on one of my 85,000 movie channels, I saw some movie with John Travolta that I liked where he didn't, he didn't That's play, right. I totally he about didn't that. play the usual welcome back Cotter nerd character <laughs> that, or you know, I also saw Saturday Night Live. I didn't walk really? out of it because he was in it. That was on again last night. That was a fun movie. Yeah. And out to, and speaking of a part, oh my God, look at that haircut. You know, for a guy, seriously, a guy that's got his money and his wife's money and the Beasley's money, everybody else's money, can't you get yourself a nice haircut? Seriously. You got a nice suit on, a beautiful tie. Happy New Year to you, Greg. But your hair looks like you just walked through a He's weed got an whacker. next week. Oh, that, do something with it, please. Cause next time, what, you like my new shirt? Thank you very much. I'm, I'm pleased. And did you hear this morning at nine o'clock, did you hear the big news that happened? What was that? What is that? Do you have any idea what that was? No, he has not been doing that. Just because I haven't been here, you're not fooling this old faggot, okay? Don't give me that he's been doing that for a while. Neil Rogers, not not Ginger Rogers, not one of the... Neil Rogers, like it's the new year, he's turned over a new fig leaf just because he picked the Patriots. I think he's taking a lot of crap for that. And, you know, like I said, far be it for me to pile on, although I'd like to. But that was, I think, we, I think we've turned the corner, Greg. I think this is it. Thanks so much, and Happy New Year to you, and get out of my doorway, and go get a haircut. I'm, I'm serious. You're supposed to be like a big shot. You're the general manager of all these. Oh, and you know what? He just put his head down forward like, look at the size of that bald spot. Oy. Wow. I think Mo is responsible for that. I thought that Muff was the only one having problems. Boy, look at that. All his hair has fallen out. Did you Have you ever noticed that before? He yes. was always picking up there like he had a hole in the head, which we knew before, but now he's got a bald spot the size of Vermont. It's erosion. Holy crap! So there was our good, close, personal friend, Greg Reed, who said... Greg hates you. Yeah, to George. <laughs> Did he ever say, nice job? Only was Well, he just came in there the first time. How come he's not out in Arizona with the raccoons? Don't know. They probably can't afford it. Everybody else is. Somebody's got to stay here. That's probably why my talent check didn't show up on time, because they had to cover the uh, uh, expense account for all these assholes out there in Tempe, Arizona. It's just like when on Yom Kippur comes, every, all the Goyim become Jewish. It's the same thing now. They're all big hurricane boosters now. They boosted our money. Television and film actor Royce, uh, let's see, Splash and the Rookie. Now, what was the other movie I was talking about? Whatever, John Travolta being in something. You said Leo. Yeah. Leo is nauseating. Yeah. Leo is grotesque. Can't stand to look in at In fact, him. I wouldn't be surprised if he and the Raelians have something in common. I think they, they, and Clark Kent, they all know where the ship is hidden. I'm telling you. And, oh, and let me ask you one other thing too. See, I, I haven't been here for a while, so excuse me if I like don't like uh, do no, things. You gotta in, catch up. I gotta catch up on stuff. Now, this business of reruns, how long does this go on? What, oh, it's the new thing now. What do you mean by that? So, in other words, the season runs from October through December. Yeah. I'd like as as good of a scam as I got on this place. I'd like to have a deal like that. Yeah, four episodes a season now, and then yeah, the rest I'll, I'll just work October through like uh, Christmas time up till Christmas, and then we'll play the best deal the rest of the year and still get paid all year. That's a good deal. When when the hell is uh I saw Smallville again, and it was the one, uh, I've seen the same ones 85 times, and I'm not watching them. Well, they run reruns for the holidays, but nevertheless, yes. the, uh, the seasons are shorter, and they're making Well, when does the new season start? I mean, when does the extension, of, when does a new episode come on? I don't know. Let's look it up. <laughs> How are you going to look it up? Oh, on the Internet. Yeah, Excuse me. Sorry. Anyway, but let's get back to Royce Applegate. Okay, the guy died. Show a little bit of respect, and don't forget. Greg hates you. Mr. Applegate, 63, was found dead in the bedroom of his Hollywood Hills home. This is California, by the way, Hollywood Hills, not Emerald Hills. After the blaze was put out and firefighters entered the house Wednesday morning, according to a spokesman for the L.A. County Coroner's Office, Mr. Applegate, who lived alone in the hillside dwelling, is thought to have succumbed to a smoke inhalation, and an autopsy is being performed to confirm the cause of the death, the spokesman said. 
Mr. Applegate appeared in numerous TV series during a screen career that began in the 1970s, including Dallas, Twin Peaks. Oh, speaking of Twin Peaks, now on my um, screen channel on the uh, digital cable in Toronto, they show reruns of Twin Peaks. I thought Twin Peaks was like um, Dallas, like one of like a nighttime soap opera. It was a sci-fi show. It's a spooky, yeah, spooky show. That was a pretty good show. I never watched it. And I never, never ever, I think it wasn't it on against the Knott's Landing or something, no L.A. Idea. Law Knott's Landing. So Pink I never would have watched But uh, Twin Peaks is not bad. And Jag, he was also in. You ever see Jag? No. Neither did I. The Oklahoma-born actor was also seen in various motion pictures over the years. His film credits include 1994's The Getaway with Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, the Coen Brothers epic comedy, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, and the upcoming Civil War drama, Gods and Generals, due for release in February. Well, thank God they got the movie done before he croaked. Isn't that always good? We can make him more famous. Now we'll be looking for him. Oh, yeah, there's the guy that died in that fire in Hollywood Hills. So he's dead. That's the bad news. Here's more bad news. Clone proof on hold. <laughs> See, you people in the media, man, uh, I mean, we got North Korea threatening to blow the world up. We got the president's driving around in his pickup truck with that stupid cowboy hat on going like that. And these people, all they're concerned about the Raelians. And making up stories about they just cloned a baby. The parents of a newborn claimed to be the world's first cloned human are balking on whether to allow DNA testing on a child, said the head of the cloning company that says it brought the baby to life. Anybody with a brain believe it? No. No. Except the people in the media who got nothing else to fill the time with, I guess. Many experts have expressed skepticism about the company's claim that the baby was a clone, saying they needed to see a DNA matching as proof. But the parents told me they needed 48 hours to decide yes or no if they would do it. Brigitte Boisselier told French TV station France 2 in an interview yesterday. I'm glad you butchered that, too. What? Her name. Her name is Boisselier. I didn't butcher it. You didn't? No, I don't know my French very well, but this one is not really that hard, George. Oh, okay. How else would you say it? I don't know. Boisselier is the chief executive of Clonade, which is linked to uh, Clonade, which I think probably they're drinking Kool-Aid is what they're going to be drinking. And then maybe taking a little bit of that magic pudding and then cutting off their schlongs, if she's got one. Which is linked to a religious sect that believes space aliens created life on Earth. She's also a member of a sect called Aurelians. And if you want to read more about this, oh, attempts by the AP to reach Michael Guion, Guion, whatever his name is, the, see, I butchered that name. The freelance journalist who was arranging the DNA testing were not successful yesterday. It's all a big hoax. Anybody with half a brain, like I said yesterday, even Art Bell wouldn't put those fakers on here. Even Art Bell wouldn't put them on there. 87 votes on the poll already. How do you like that, George? It's more than you had the whole time I was on vacation. Altogether. Who's the most, that's what I'm talking about, who's the most despicable figure of the past 50 years? Osama Yamama, 26. OJ, 24. That could change after I read this OJ story following the break. Mo Howard David, unfortunately, Mo's moving up a little bit, even after his, his, I, I don't know how to describe it, his classy attempt this morning to rejoin the crew of WQAM. You notice that? Without a lot of fanfare, without any foreplay, without like uh, making a big song to dance, maybe there's some hope there. No. Maybe there's a chance that, no. huh? Because you know me, I never shut the door. I say a lot of things, I'm never going to do this, but you always know that in the back of my mind there's that one little opening, that one little possibility that just maybe. You always have an opening in the back. Yeah. No, that's Rectum. that's uh, what's his name, or Carlos out front, as not to be confused with Carlos sitting next to you there. There's more than one opening. Uh, Osama, 29, O.J., 24, Joseph Stalin, 13, Mo Howard, David, at 12. He's right on Stalin's ass. George W.'s got 11, Nixon, 4, and Saddam Hussein's only got a pair. 
We're getting them ready to invade Iraq. By the way, did you see the bad news with Turkey and Jordan yesterday? No. They're balking. Just like the parents of the clone baby are balking. There's a lot of balking going on, and I would bet you John Rocker's got something to do with it. Yeah, he just uh, towed the rubber there, and he, uh, it was a balk. They're balking about uh, letting us use the bases and doing this and doing that because they're not so convinced, after all, that uh, they got anything over there. And neither is any other country. Neither is anybody else with a brain. In fact, Tony Blair, he probably don't believe it. Probably the Queen told him to like, get involved in this because it will cover up all the scandals there at Buckingham Palace with all those fruitcakes, all that gay rape that was going on there. Not a big surprise that the, uh, no. not to me it wasn't. Like I've been telling you for about a hundred years now, there's a whole bunch of queens in Buckingham Palace. That's what it's all about. You Brits, we were talking about cricket this morning. If you people out there don't believe me about the British people, just watch a little bit of a cricket match sometime. Just watch about 30 seconds. And they also call it bowling. Are you aware of that? When the, when the pitcher, yeah, when he heaves the ball up there toward the batter who's got that little what, that, what do you call that thing? Frat paddle. That, that, <laughs> that paddle, that whacket. They call that bowling. He's the bowler. He's not the pitcher. He's the bowler. And if they miss, it hits the stumps. And the guy behind the stumps, he's the catcher. The bowler and the catcher. Because in Britain, most guys are catchers, is what I'm hearing. So speaking of Smallville, yes, the 14th will be the new episode. Oh, my God. All right. Something to look forward to. Mark that on your calendars. How can that be? I just looked it up. Oh, they see, and you want to know why? Because I keep, I keep thinking that today is Tuesday. Oh, God forbid. I was positive that yesterday was Monday. All that football on Wednesday, on New Year's Day, and I was sure that Wednesday was Sunday, and then I'm coming back to work yesterday, so I'm thinking it's Monday. So I'm positive today is Tuesday. So you're telling me the 14th. So let's see, Tuesday, is it's a week from next Tuesday. Correct. Is the 14th. A new episode of Squirt, Squirt, Smallville. Pretty imposing. Now, what about Sopranos? What's the deal with that? Is that finished? Yeah. They had five-week episodes with a couple of good things in there, and that's... Uh, that's in, in other words, all, all of that publicity and furor and psychosis over five crappy weekly episodes, and that's it? That might be and they weren't, and they, had six or seven. And they weren't all that good to begin with? Right. Very By all accounts, even from sycophants like you who Correct. think it's a good show, who like that Guido talk? Yes. Who like your cabacool and your pasta fajoule? Man, there's nothing worse than Guidos, trust me when I tell you. If you don't believe me, just go to New York sometime. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Panthers, you blew it there because you would have reminded me if you were really on top of things, although it is early in the new year, when Greg was standing in the doorway, I could have like put him on the spot about why we had the Panther game on Waxy last night. Huh? Maybe that's why his hair is falling out. Duh, get off this instant. Does eating just one radish give you enough gas to cheat the star-spangled banner? Will eating anything from Taco Bell cause your lower GI to erupt, like uh -huh. Mount Vesuvius at the last days of Pompeii? When you use the executive washroom, do your fellow employees call the county to have a hazmat team clean up the toxic waste? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you have IBS, and we want to talk to you. Well, not me personally, but the brave people at the Irritable Bowel Syndrome Laboratories want to talk to you about volunteering for an IBS study. I suffer from Irritable Bowel Syndrome myself. Irritable? Here's our downright piss. Oh, man, I cannot take this. <laughs> uh, call 1-800-SMELLY and tell the operator you want to be part of this study. Boy, it is bad in here. It is. 946 at 560 WQM. Happy New Year. Happy Friday to you. It is Friday. What a scam this is, you know, come back on a Thursday and all of a sudden it's Friday and it's the weekend coming. All right. Excellent. I like it. You won't believe it. You see this fax, how long this fax is that just came over the fax yes. machines? It's from 212 area code, New York. 
Now, who do you think it's from? Ted David. No, chronic, more chronic than that. No, not somebody that belongs in jail like Ted David and all those other fakers on CNBC, the gambling channel. No, not somebody like that. I think this guy couldn't get arrested. The brilliant guy. Oh, no. <coughs> Who sends me a fax here like he's part of the whole family. He's got even notes on for Neil and George and Miguel and Carlos and put down the hoagie, Eric. And like he, like he's part of the show. Job, you're still a member. Uh, you're, first of all, you're not my pally. That's number one, Jerry, the brilliant guy. And number two, it's not unwarranted. You're a pain in the ass. You're a chronic groupie. Get a freaking life. In fact, it's funny they should come in. You want to know why? Why? I was discussing with somebody yesterday, I forget who, about how great it is to live in a real city like Toronto. I mean, like a real, real city, unlike here, which is just a bunch of suburbs and strip shopping malls and people who hate each other. And I was wondering, after I had said that, about people who lived in New York, since we have all these New Yorkers who've come down here, how could you possibly live? In such a great, now I'll grant you New York's had a lot of problems. All, you, they had the lowest number of um, murders in New York this year in like 118 years, something like that. Like 82 or something. Even Toronto had 60, which I thought was pretty low. Even New York, and I mean New York's twice the size of Toronto. Pretty damn good. But how could anybody who grew up and lived in New York for all of their lives, how could they possibly come here and, and, and exist unless they came here to die? Or they have no choice. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying, why would anybody who lived in New York willingly want to live here in paradise with all these old farts, with all these nasty, miserable, old, hateful people where nobody's speaking English, with just a, just a sour, awful place? I don't get it. I don't get it. Because i got to be honest with you. And, of course, not everybody wants to live in a big city. A lot of people are small-town people. Maybe that's what this is all about. Maybe that these are really people that were like caught in a place know. where they didn't belong. Small town person wouldn't like it here. Why not? This is the worst of city life. Nothing but. You but know, it's the, a big hick town. Crime and the. You traffic. know that my ears just opened up completely for the wow. first time in about two weeks. Just opened up. Just just as I said whatever I just said about hick town. It's a big hick town, but it's got long lines. It has all the bad of a city. And right. Good. Without without any of the good. Right. That's a good point. Hey, welcome to South Florida. We got all of the bad of a big city and none of the good stuff. What more could you want? What a oh, deal. Yeah, what, a, what a combo. We're going to have to find out from the audience. Um, actually, I almost feel tempted to change the pool, but I'm not going to do it. I like that pool, don't you? But And we're getting a pretty good response. We've got 128 votes on there already, and Osama's uh, pulling away from O.J., but I'll still do the O.J. story. I might change it. But I, we got to find out from the audience if there's an opportunity, if I should seize on that little opening we had at 9 o'clock this morning, and maybe we had just just this one last time see it because I don't I you know I mean I, we have fun with the whole thing and with mo this and mo that but does it really have to be on such a hostile subhuman level? Of course not. Or or do you think that maybe it's being done because he knows that I'm back in town? I'm in the studio now as opposed to being like distant. Do you think that's it? What do you think, Carlos? <laughs> Not that we want to put Carlos on the spot, and he just zipped his lip up more than Mandage. And I noticed Mandage took a shot at Mo yesterday. Was quoting Joe Rose talking about Joe's explosive show on Friday, where he was excoriating Mo for picking the uh, Patriots over the Dolphins, even though it was tongue in cheek and supposed to be a joke, <laughs> etc. Whatever. Even Mandage took a couple of shots and said, you know, sometimes it's not in good uh, taste. There's just some things you bite your lip and you don't say them. Like when I've asked Mad Dog about. His relationship with Mo, and he bites his lip and zips it and doesn't say it. That check sure is big. Yeah. 
So there you go. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to take that poll, but maybe we'll get some input from the audience because we certainly don't seem to have a lot of calls on here yet. Although we will. Eventually we will. They'll get around to it when, they, when they're good and ready. Just like when I'll start taking it when I'm good and ready. OJ says this is in the Globe, January the 7th, 2003. The Globe. OJ, I'll make fun of Nicole's murder if the price is right. I wonder if Rod Roddy's saying, come on down. And by the way, he's back on the show, Rod Roddy, for those who missed him with those big uh, fancy suits that he gets in Thailand. You know what else he gets in Thailand? Well, late. Shameless O.J. Simpson confesses that for the right price, he'd accept an acting role that poked fun at the gruesome murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown, and her pal, Ron Goldman. I've been offered a couple of deals like that, says the disgraced gridiron great. Give me the right money and I'll do it. Well, you give him the right money, you can buy a lot of dope. A lot of that powder, man. I used to ask, how can anyone find humor in two people dying, but everybody does. Simpson made the shocking statements in a national TV interview, putting to rest all his previous proclamations that he'd move heaven and earth to find the real killer of Brown and Goldman, who were butchered in front of her Brentwood, California home in 1994. Now he's keeping his dough to himself, admitting it's been a while since he spent money to investigate the brutal slayings. It's been a while since he spent money on the investigation. <laughs> All of that money that he's paying on those expensive golf courses out there, I guess he could have been using that same money to fund that investigation, but nevertheless. Because I can run with a football, people think I'm Perry Mason all of a sudden, he says. I don't know what to do. He doesn't know what to do, kind of like Al Martino. Well, that's the wrong one. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Yeah. Idiot. While the 55-year-old waits for the right role to come around, Simpson, who appeared in three naked gun spoofs, has found other ways to capitalize on his lurid fame. He supplements his hefty pension by making paid appearances at a private events all over the country and boasts a yearly income of well into six figures. I have a happy life, he crowed. Ninety percent of Americans would like to have my lifestyle. Yeah, but most of us would like to have on our conscience that we murdered two people in cold blood, scumbag. Simpson's residence on Easy Street is located near Miami in Kendall, Florida, where state laws allow him to keep his home and pension out of the hands of collectors. It means he can stiff people like the Brown and Goldman families who want a $33.5 million wrongful death judgment against him. The law isn't that I have to turn over anything to them, he declares. They've got to come and get it. They've got to come and get it. Are you ready for that? I read that. Man, is he a low, low-down scumbag. And not only that, but there's still many other people in this building who would like to suck his brown crack. That's the bad part. Isn't that disgusting? Doesn't that make you want to barf? Yeah. We've got a whole bunch of people, if you remember that great O.J. Simpson golf tournament during the Best of Neal fundraiser four years ago, whatever the hell it was, that we nearly committed suicide over, most of us. Yeah, they're still sucking his ass. The Merry Widower, it says, now also embraces his notoriety. Though Simpson claims most people he encounters in public are well-wishers, he says his presence offends many others, and he's happy about it. He's thumbing his nose at you is what he's saying. I've seen people in the middle of their meals get up and leave. He says, I'm glad, I'm glad I ruined your meal. If you feel that I'm a murderer and think I killed somebody and you have that animus toward me, then I'm glad I ruined your meal. Go, leave. If you feel that way about me, I hope you're as uncomfortable as you possibly can be that I'm around and I'm going to be around. I'm not going anywhere, he said. How do you like that, huh? God damn it, do we hate that O.J. or what? Yes. Despise him. Find him nauseating, unacceptable, a human piece of walking turd is what he is. And I apologize to the turd of this planet. for, for uh, That was a low blow. There have been turds that have come out of my fat old body that have been a hell of a lot more antiseptic and clean and beautiful than that piece of murderous scum, smegma. 
garbage. And again, I apologize to the smegma of the world. I just can't compare him to anything. And you watch him. Look at that. He's he's moved. Although Mo is Mo is getting me nervous now. He's starting to make a move. <laughs> he's making a late move. OJ's got those bad knees, you know. He can't run like he used to. And we've got him here. We've got the Raelians in Hollywood. We've got the Alien Miami family in Miami, in Little Havana. We got OJ and Kendall. What more could you want? We got the Chad Counters in Palm Beach. We got the old Yentas in Sunrise Lakes. What more can you want? Like I said, what a great place. It's paradise. It is paradise. So let's get some input on that. And it's totally unexpected by me as a topic of discussion here today, but I think we ought to find out from the audience what they think. I think most of them would be depressed if we, like, kissed and made up a little bit, you know. I don't think they'd like that. So maybe we'll have to fake it. Although on my part, I'm not so sure I'd be in faking it. Although in your case, now don't, don't think that this is going to let you off the hook, that you're going to be allowed to start speaking to that piece of turret. I mean, uh, Mo? Went into the control room to grab some paper towels. He was in there, said nothing. Good. So you know. Well, that, that's one, okay? Well, this is only one the, day at a time. This is only the 3rd of January. I wouldn't get, I wouldn't get too ecstatic about that. I wouldn't, the first day I wouldn't be having the, uh, like a hernia patting myself on the did. back. Once. And what did he do? Nothing. Did he look at you? He glanced in my direction. He glanced in your direction. And what was the what was the response? What was the physical response? Was there like a tremble in the eyebrow? Did the the bag sag? He, he was did the, talking to the other. Did guys. the piece fall down over like the side of the earlobe? What was the response? None. Nothing. I think Monday. Well, it all depends. On, well, I'll leave it up to the audience here today to decide what my next move will be. But I'm thinking about Monday putting on that flowery shirt from Pompano Park that they sent me is a you know a joke. Although I noticed my good friends up there at Pompano Park, including Dick Feinberg, walk around in those flowery shirts. I never noticed that. I never paid any it's like the outfit there, I guess. I never noticed that till the other night when he was walking around in it. I thought that looks just like the piece. I told him, I said that that looks like the piece of uh, embarrassing stuff you sent me. And he said, Yeah. And he walked away. But I think I might just come in. Maybe I'll borrow a pair of Al Goldstein's boxer shorts, you know the ones that he always shows up, and I'll like sew them in half. In a third, and put on that beautiful green and flowery Hawaiian uh, shirt. How about a hat? There's a hat. And put put on that nice straw hat there. And of course, don't forget the uh, ferret hanging out from under the hat. That's a real mink, you know. Is it a mink? It's lovely. It was. Whatever it is, because the audience can't see it, unfortunately, but it definitely once was alive. Like whatever Moe's got on his head, it once was alive. Bringing that whole entourage, that whole outfit. Standing in that window there and like starting the new year with a nice greeting there on Monday morning. What do you think? I'll bring the camera because we need some more pictures of you for the site. I'm contemplating it right now. It's Friday, you bastard. It's Idiot Savant Week on The Price is Right. What would you bid on that fine, on that fine oak cabinet? Yeah, uh, uh, $694.12. Yeah, that, 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 definitely $694.12. Yeah. And the price is $694.12. You're a winner. They may not know what year it is, but they know their prices and prizes. 112 items at today's show. Yeah, 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 that, that, definitely 112 items at today's show. Don't miss a second of Idiot Savant Week on The Price is Right. What's the name of the guy in first? Who? The guy in first. Who? The guy in first. What's the name of the guy in second? Who's the name of the guy in first? I don't know. Speaking of actors.
characters, I'll tell you one guy who'd like, uh, who I like a lot, but I've discovered that he either takes very good roles or very, very bad ones. And you know who I'm talking about? Al Pacino. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I've seen the clips. What is his latest movie? Do we know the name of it? Whatever it is, I've seen some of the clips uh, uh, on TV. His performance is so grotesque and so embarrassing, it makes Scent of a Woman seem like Gone with the Wind, you know, by comparison. And Scent of a Woman, didn't he win the Oscar for that? Don't know. Horrible. You still ever saw it? No, I haven't. Oh, the stench. The stench of Commodore is even worse than the Dolphin performance last Sunday, coming from that movie. It, it'll be on cable. I'll it, it's already been on. Watch it. Well, you I'll think I, I paid to, to go again. see it in a theater? <laughs> Scent of a Woman. And I remember I even gave it another chance. I watched it the second time from start to finish. The Recruit. The Recruit is the name of his new movie? Thank you, Carl. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's recruiting these guys to be like uh, whatever they're going to be, you know. Terrorist uh, attackers, CIA. Uh, CIA, whatever. Yeah, CIA guys like uh, Chuck Barris. Gonna go see that movie? I bet you. I bet you. I know one person is gonna go see that. Boca Brian will go see the uh, Chuck Barris movie because that's his he whole goes life. To movies. Well, like I said, he'll get a rip-off copy somewhere. Join the big oh! and the QAM Prize Patrol tonight, starting at 4 p.m. at Hooligans in the Dateland Plaza for the official QAM Canes Fiesta Bowl Watch Party presented by Miller Lite. How do you like that? Isn't that great? Another way to wait. And we just sold that. Somebody paid for that. Miller Lite paid for that mention right there. Muff brought that in kind of sheepishly. You think you can give this a couple of plugs? No problem. Uh, whatever you want, Duff. Whatever you like. Because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to please these couple of months. I'm here to try to make everybody happy. So what do you think about the Mo thing before I start with you? Although I don't see we're getting like a lot of response on that. But I think we will. it would be the, uh, the right thing to do. But, yeah, but, right but haven't I always been about like seven or eight times? Hasn't it always fallen on my wimpy old shoulders to be the one to say, okay, well, we'll overlook this, and we'll, and we'll just, like, even after the uh, good, the bullet in the head comment, all, all the other right. stuff, trying to get your ass fired, you know? Right, but this is an overture. Is maybe. it? I don't know. Might have been a mistake. It's not Beethoven's fifth, but maybe it's Moe's first. <laughs> Something like that. Here's a fact from Sean in Hollywood, who's always got his thumb right on it. Says, welcome back. I think you're being unfair to the average sports hole when you say they don't care about the current North Korean crisis. For example, if the commies launch an attack and blow California off the map, how will that affect the Oakland home field advantage in the upcoming playoff scenario? And must San Diego surrender their 15th pick in the spring draft? Happy New Year to you too, Sean. Excellent point. The sports nerds, man, the lowest of the low. There is nothing, there's nothing wrong with being a sports fan, but the sports nerds, after being here just a couple of days, I'm convinced that I was always right. The people who will take a game, and not just the game itself, but within the game, an individual player, a couple of plays, and continue to dissect it, and go back, and examine it, and inspect it, and uh, resurrect it. Uh, well, you Get a life! Get a life! This is a radio station, 16 hours, 18 hours, whatever the hell it is today, for people with no life. And let me say it again. We want to apologize. The entire staff of QM wants to apologize to the Florida Panther organization for sticking that game on 790 Waxy last night so we could put the Orange Bowl on and make a lot of money off it, no doubt. When the Panthers are two points out of first in their division, the Young and uh, Hustling Panthers, they played a damn good game there. I watched the first two periods. I went to bed because I knew the game was in hand. It was done. It was finito. Avalanche were beaten to a pulp. Crunched. It was great. Plus, going to bed early, man, I didn't have to watch the Nice Pot Fan for another period. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Hundred and sixty two votes on the poll. The most despicable figure of the past fifty years. Osama bin Laden. We should also put Fat Boy on there. He's got a pretty despicable figure. 
And listen, fat boy, don't waste your time coming up here, which I notice you haven't come anywhere near here, because you're out. Don't you agree with me? He's out on the balance for life deal. They brought me food we, last night, and i got to tell you, it was the most fortuitous thing. I didn't expect it. I didn't even know that they knew I was back. And I, I just said, it was like a quarter to seven watching the CBS Evening News. I said to John, I don't have a damn thing in the house to eat. I have no food in the house. And here comes this car whipping into the driveway, and it's the balance for life guy. How do you like that? Oh, God. Must have been my psychic powers again. Probably drew him right to the driveway. He dropped off my little black sack, and there was some damn good stuff in there for a change. I mean, there was some good... No, seriously, it was great. So, Troy, I think uh, you better get with it. Drop Fat Boy like a, like a rock. Drop him. The entire state will feel the reverberations of Fat Boy being dropped by little Troy. Can you see Troy trying to pick up Fat Boy? With a forklift. With a crane, yeah, with a, with a forklift. Okay, let's see. Osama's got 55, most despicable. OJ's still only got 36. He ought to be doing better than that. Mo Howard David is 27. George W. Bush, 22. Shame on you people. What's wrong with you? How come you're not like more loyal to your fearless leader? Are you un-American or something? Yes. What's wrong with you? You idiots. And don't forget. Leave the gun. Take the cannolis. Okay. Stalin, 21. Nixon, 7. And Saddam Hussein, 4. Isn't that strange that we're like on the verge of bombing Sodom off the face of the globe and killing all those poor Iraqi people who never did a damn thing to us? Just so we can go in here and like hook up the hose to the oil tank, the oil. That's what we want. We want the oil. And you notice more and more people around the world are saying, this hasn't got anything to do with weapons of mass destruction. This hasn't got anything to do with Iraq going to attack the U.S. because they haven't got any chance of doing that. What it's got to do with is OIL and M-O-N-E-Y. Just like somebody I know on the station oh, was saying for a long time there, back when we used to do those bedtime stories and take life too serious, which we don't want to do anymore. We don't want to be so newsy. Right? Right on. Too much news and you lose. Because America wants to snooze. Five, six. Now, this call from Pembroke Pines has been on there a very long time, which always makes me suspicious. Pembroke Pines, hello. Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. Uh, what the hell is going on up there? I'm down here sitting on my throne, and all of a sudden, everything just froze over. What does that mean? Hell. Hell down here froze over. Yeah. We, we heard this, this, this <laughs> Mo Howard David. Yeah, okay. Was that, what did I tell you? Was I, did I have my thumb on it or what? Uh -huh. Right on it. So it was some asshole. He'd been on there since I barely sat down here, okay, doing a phony voice, trying to be funny. Leave the humor to us, okay? The one thing about most of you on the phone, you're not funny, at least not intentionally anyway. Even a bridge tender. Stupid idiot. Right. He was only funny because he was such an old crotchety piece of crap. Because he epitomized everything that we hate about South Florida. Old, nasty, hateful people. We can't stand them, Ma. We can't stand it. I didn't tell you about how she nearly killed my little dog. I left that out the other day. I left it out yesterday. I, if I have time, time permitting, I might be able to do like an hour or two on that today. Just feed him the special dog food we got from the vet. He's got a sensitive stomach. Does she do it? Oh, he wouldn't eat a thing. He would. He wouldn't. And I kept telling her every time I'd talk to her on the phone. Tell him that's the best offer he's getting. If he gets hungry enough, he'll eat it. If not, big deal. At least he won't croak. So she, of course, starts feeding him. She goes and gets pedigree. She gets this. God only knows what kind of snack she was giving him in between. We had a whole thing of those little puppy roni things. They're all gone. So guess what he's got? Pancreatitis again. Every time she's taken care of that dog in his lifetime, I come back and he, he's got pancreatitis. So I had to postpone his cataract surgery. How do you like that? Poor little tiny, the victim of that old bag. I, and, and not only that, I bet you, not only she gave him the pedigree, can you imagine how much paprika and, and black pepper was on it? 
Yeah, no wonder he was walking around with a sword. Rectum. Yeah. He hates her. If you you think you think you've seen hate in your life, you have never seen my little dog's reaction when my mother comes in my house. Even worse than mine. Seriously, hate, despise. And I told her that at lunch the other day. I said he hates you like poison. And she said, "Hachabendreard." Yeah, that was her response. Hachabendreard. Leave it to an old Jew like her to come up with a line like that. Five six seven oh five. We're still waiting for our first real call today. We had a good day yesterday. We don't want to overdo it, you know. We don't want to like get carried away. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I, I don't have a computer, but I'll give you my uh, poll answer and also a suggestion for you and Mo. I yeah. Think you, uh, invite Mo to a slumber party and see whatever develops, and uh, maybe possibly Tom Denenberg should have been on that list. What did I just get through saying? Am I, am I psychic uh, powers coming through again? Yes. I mean, the first, if the first two callers are a barometer of the kind of sludge and mung that we're going to get on the phone today, I may have to go back to bedtime stories Monday. And I don't want to go back to bedtime stories. I don't want to go back to periodicals on audio, because then Tom Jick will write something about it in the paper and get all bent out of shape again. Tom who thinks he knows something about radio, doesn't even own one. But he's on one. And he's certainly got that nice bald spot just like Greg Reed's now. I, I can't get over that. You know, he, he, he put his head like, kind of like embarrassment when I talked about his bad haircut, and he put it down like a little further, and I could see that big shiny, I could see the reflection of the back of George's ass off the top of his head. Maybe it was a flesh-colored yarmulke. Good golly, Miss Molly, Greg. I mean, they told me that uh, since Moen has had all this stuff going on here, he's been tearing his hair out, but I thought it was just a figure of speech. I didn't think it was literal. Here's Aventura. Hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, native Miamian, and I wanted to say... I love South Florida. I know it's probably not on your barometer, but it blows. I've been around the country and live different places, but I really do love South Florida. Well, to each its own. And secondly, I wanted to ask you, uh, how do you feel about Howard David as a professional with his voice? He's got an excellent voice. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> how do I feel about him as a professional? See, now he didn't let me finish the answer. He's got an excellent voice. I'm not here to critique his performance. We're talking about our relationship. Do you people understand that? No. Do I have to draw you a diagram? Do you get it? We're talking about our relationship and the whole working ambiance here at WQM. This is heavy-duty, important stuff. And this here's three in a row now. This guy, he's also an asshole. Well, we should have known that when he said he's lived in South Florida most of it and he loves it here. Huh? Because anybody that tells me, and he claims to have been all over the country, maybe he was to delay on Springs. Maybe that's as far as he was. Huh? What's that little play, Avon Park? Maybe he was there, right there on the lake. He never he never got north of those places. So don't tell me you've been all over the country and how much you love it down here. And he's asking me my critique of it. He's got an excellent voice, okay? He's got a great voice. He's got a, 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 a bombastic voice. Great for play-by-play. -play. That doesn't necessarily make him a great talk show host. I'm not commenting one way or the other because we're, we're, we're examining it. And look at the lack of response there. Look at the lack of response. We're opening up the door, giving you people an opportunity, which we rarely do on this show. It's a damn good thing you got that rosary beads and a cross hanging from the fire alarm up there. I'll tell you that because I, I can see already. I left here yesterday on, on cloud nine. I haven't had such an enjoyable day at work in years as we had here yesterday. And I come in here today. It, ne it never happens two days in a row here. No. Never. Never, ever. Because then they figure, well, you know, I always sound a little bit too happy, like he's back in Toronto or something. We don't want that. We're going to do the break now. When we come back after the break, we better have like a crap load of calls on there. I'm telling you that right now. I don't want to start playing Butch Boss with the audience, but Butch up a little bit.
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Of course, they're all having their big Fiesta Bowl parties, plus the Dolphin fans, they're not going to talk to me because they're licking their wounds now, you know, like a bunch of overgrown children. Oh, gee, not only did we lose, but it was his Patriots. It was that Tommy Brady with his separated shoulder and Adam Vinatieri who put the Dolphins back on the bus for months to come. So if you want to take it personal, be my guest. I don't really care. I can handle it. We got more important. We got bigger fish to fry, like Neil and Moe. Twelve minutes past ten at five sixty WQAM. Kick off the new year with a great new mattress from Dial Mattress. If you haven't been sleeping well lately, nothing will have a bigger impact on your life each and every day in the coming year than a good night's sleep. And believe me when I tell you, boy, I'll tell you, sleeping on a couch in Amsterdam those ten days, I thought I wanted to die. You ever have to sleep on like a small, uncomfortable couch? Yes, a lot. Ten days. It's time for that New Year's resolution, a great night's sleep every night. So call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S right now. And Dollar Mattress will have you sleeping like a baby all year long, starting as soon as tonight. Dollar Mattress carries only the best. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, in every size and style. When you call them, you'll speak with an expert betting consultant who recommend the perfect bed for you and your back and your body. They have what you want in stock. No phony sales, no bait and switch like department stores. Then when you order your new bed from Dollar Mattress, they'll have it there on time, even the very same day you call. Like I said only moments ago, you get to choose the date and time when it's convenient for you. Dollar Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, which is just one reason why they're ranked first for overall customer satisfaction in the universe. So do what all of us here at QAM have done. Make the call now to Dollar Mattress like Miguel, George, yours truly. We all sleep on mattresses from Dollar Mattress separately, and so should you. Enjoy the new year with that special someone with a new mattress from Dollar Mattress. Call tool-free right now, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. That's 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress, the perfect way to start off the new year. Live, live, and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Honey, Junior. Norm McDonald ticked off the farm in IOWA. Said the girls from there make love with pigs in IOWA. With a doink doink here and a doink doink there. Here a boink, there a boink, everywhere a doink, boink. Norm McDonald ticked off the farm in I-O-W-A. A farmer's sheep can ease his pain in I-O-W-A. With a bat at there and a bat at there. There bat, there bat, everywhere a bat, bat. Norm McDonald ticked off the farm in I-O-W-A. A farmer's daughter will go the distance in I-O-W-A. Yes. With a here and a there, here, there, everywhere. Norm McDonald is missing in action in I-O-W-A. Okay, there's a little salute to the uh, Iowa people who might still be in town after that embarrassing pounding by USC last night in the Orange Bowl. Even George was embarrassed by that, humiliated. Huh? Wouldn't you think that those corn huskers or whatever the hell they are? That's right, that's Nebraska. Well, it's right next door. They got nothing else going on out there. Big, beefy, uh, they ought to be kicking everybody's ass. And they get beat by a bunch of pansies from, from Southern California. Wow. Okay, I'm going to change the poll. I got the new poll. In fact, I was going to just fax it to Eric. Although I might, he might just be listening now in between feedings. He could be listening. He might even speak to you, but I doubt it. 220, well, we've taken a similar kind of a poll. All I, I know we never took this exact poll before, but I like the other one better because it's obvious we're not going to get it. Are these lines working, by the way? Just a phone check because the lack of response here today is like a deafening on something so earthly important to me. 
220 votes on the first poll. Who's the most despicable figure of the past 50 years? Osama Yamama, 64. O.J., 43. Mo Howard David, 35. George W. Bush, 33. Joseph Stalin, 30. Saddam Hussein, 8. And Richard Nixon, 7. Saddam is not even a contender. And neither is Dick. So here's the new poll. And we can help formulate this uh, together right here on the show, which we sometimes do. Why are you gonna like get rid of that the block you I hate I hate watching that thing, you know, when you put one of those on hold like that. I can't stand it. it. Drives me nuts. Don't you hate looking at that thing? Yeah, but I don't care. I just uh forget about it. The price of sanity is No, priceless. just answer those phones, okay? You got that big by the way, George got his birthday School's check for out. me today, okay? So just answer the phones and quit playing Prima Donna. School's I think out, Mo, you know. in fact I think Mo may have had a good point. Prima Donna? What should Neil do regarding mode during 2003? That's the poll question, the new one. Got it, Eric? Are you listening? Are you paying attention? We don't want to pick on you again, although Carlos said. What should Neil do regarding mode during 2003? Now, I've got three choices on here, and maybe you can add some others. Stick by his guns, ignore him. Make peace, or steal his hairpiece, speaking of peace. In other words, should we give peace a chance or give hairpiece a Stick by his guns, ignore him. Make peace or steal his hairpiece. Any other choices now? I'm trying to distill it down to a short phrase. Yeah. Like, well, give me a clue. Like keep having fun with him, but in a nice kind of way. Now, nah, nah, see, <laughs> you, you take such crappy... Po we'll continue having fun with him in a nice uh, whatever kind of way I feel like it. That's not the point. You, you do such bad polls. I saw some of the polls you do, like, with two choices on there. Yeah, well, like it's like it's today, Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, and the poll he's taking is like on a Monday. Well, what what kind of a polls do you take, Mister? <laughs> Bad polls. Bad poll. Man. Any other choices on there that come to mind immediately? Nope. Well, that's not much of a poll, and that's like one of your polls with only three choices. See, I like to give like a bunch of choices. I that's the first like that key. We did a whole bunch yeah, of got their, yeah, yeah. Well, you got like, what's your favorite TV show of all time? time? What's your dramas. favorite TV show this week? Good, what's yeah. your favorite? I saw those. You weren't fooling me. Yeah, good See, I may not have been. I may not have been listening, but I was monitoring the goddamn website, including that one day when you told Fruitcake over there, "Oh, don't bother with, uh, you know, don't bother putting any." So he's got stories on here. Here, Cardinal Law just resigned. Okay. And we got on our website, uh, Cardinal Law may resign. That was one day. That was the most crucial day of them all. And you're screwing up. It was the, also the first day. It was right after right, I left. The first day. Oh, you Like you no think idea. I wasn't going to... No, I, there was I don't care. No madness. excuses, man. What was that? Here. Like what? Like just getting everything back, uh, you know. Is he exaggerating just a little bit here, Carlos? Is he making excuses? You're so funny. You've got his head so far up your ass. I've never seen anything like it. He's like an appendage of yours now. He's like a part of your body. Because when I called him that day and said, get that little spick off his ass and get the uh, stories on here, it was like uh, he was, uh, you know, sucking up for you. I thought that's embarrassing. All hell See, he ain't, let me tell you right now, he's going to do nothing for you, okay? He will do absolutely nothing for you. He's Not that he might not want to, but he can't. He's impotent when it comes to this place. He's lucky to still be allowed in a building, okay? So don't, like, look to him to be sucking around his brown crack. Don't be, like, thinking about that, because that will do you no good. Anyway, so what's the other choice? I guess we'll get him from the audience. Here's a call from Weston. Hello. Neil, how are you doing? Great. Hey, Neil, I, I vote that you do not talk to him, and I'll tell you why. He, do not even make peace with him. He doesn't deserve it. When you were gone, I never wanted to listen to the morning show, but when all this stuff was happening... I, I turned into it as, as 
horrific as it was, because you're right, the same people ask the same questions, and Neil, he would find ways, loopholes, to go out of his way to rip you. And none of those people there would back you up. Nobody would help you say anything. Not Goldie, not oh, George. Well, well Geldy's just there sucking around, uh, you know, right. because he needs the job, that's all. But none of those people would even back you up. You mean even you George? Would, even George would not back you up, Neil. He wouldn't say That's anything. what I'm hearing. I was hearing that he was undermining the emperor. That's what I heard from somebody. Neil, please do not make peace with him. He does not deserve it. Do not it be the worst thing you ever did. Okay. I'm telling you right now, keep on the opposite side. Draw the lines. Make him come beg you. For mercy. <laughs> okay. Neil, hold on, because I'm telling you, like on the phone line, when I would listen in the mornings, it would be like a, a caller would call in about, let's say, Dan Marino, and somehow he would loop it around to rip on you. Uh -huh. It was the most ridiculous I, I don't thing. mind if he rips on me. I enjoy it if he does it in a way that's oh, like no. uh, got a little bit of humor no, in it. No, it wasn't humor, Neil. It, was, it, was, it wasn't humor. Mean-spirited. Mean mean Evil. Mean nasty. Hostile. Yeah, but uh, now do you feel that there's any chance? Were you listening at 9 o'clock this morning? Yeah. And he said Neil Rogers is next? And No, he did not even say Neil Rogers is next. Yeah, he did. Did he say it? He said Neil Rogers is coming up next, and then Jim Matt is your one. He went through the whole schedule. This guy's a liar, obviously. Neil. What? Now, wait wait a minute. What are you saying this guy? See, first of he all, said he was no, listening. you're upset because he said he outed you and said you didn't defend me, okay? That's a lie, So right one. away, you're turning on him, just like you turned on Eric when Eric made the comment about he don't want to be lumped in with you, and you had uh, turned on him and created all that chaos that oh, I had immediately. all that chaos. Sir, you have no idea the amount of grief that George created here between me and Carlos and uh, Eric. Neil, I don't... It's I, all George's fault. I swear I didn't hear him say 9 o'clock next. I'm, I know so if he did, I didn't hear he him did say it. He did say it. Do you think I would make that up? No, I don't think you. He did say it, but I think George would. Don't lie now. I think George would make it up. Anyway, he would. I'm telling you, he was. He was. Okay, well, you're repeating yourself. Having a happy New Year. We got the point, okay? I mean, this guy's like so. It's like it's like it's like ball games. Don't get all that whipped up about it. It's not that important, sir. It's not that important. And if it is that important, then nice knowing you. You know what I mean? Time to check out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. Now, who was that? Was that Eric that called you on the uh, line before about no. the poll? Who was that? Woody Graver. Woody, what the hell does he want with that silly ponytail? What does he want? He added a suggestion. And what is it? Kiss and makeup. And that's cute. That's okay. Kiss and makeup. Well, isn't that just like make peace? Well, that's a cuter. Uh, you know, I'm not kissing that thing. Oh, are you kidding me? In addition to which, if you tried to kiss him, that piece, I guarantee, would fall off right on the floor. Wouldn't it? And I don't, want, I don't want to get that close that I want to smell it either. You know? That thing must be really ratty, whichever one. Now, maybe, maybe the nice dressy one that he wore to the Christmas right. party, maybe that one smells a little bit better. Oh, and also, speaking of that, since I've only seen the man about four times in my life, even though he knows I wear the same clothes every day, uh... Didn't he also have, didn't I mention that the day that Greg brought him in here, that very first day, that he also had the Warren Cromartie aroma about the cashmere bouquet bath? So I'm not going to get that close to him because he like, he just ladles it on. He must have cashmere bouquet coming out of the shower head. I'm serious. I don't know what that's all about. And you want to know why, because it seems to me that guys who like slather on like a lot of uh, stuff like talcum powder, it's kind of like gay. Yeah, is what I would say. Not that I know anything about that. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, I'm glad you brought this subject up. What subject? The, the, the Howard Davis subject. Oh, okay. Well, the audience loves it. 
number one. Which I think he may be starting to catch on to, by the way. It's, it's I disagree, helping him. I disagree with your premise. You do not need his friendship, okay? Well, I, no, 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 I don't want his friendship. I'm never going to be... You don't even need to make friends with him or... <laughs> or make a truce that's outrageous. The tension between you two is compelling radio. He needs you more than you need him. Well, that's for I'm damn sure. You are a South Florida... Somehow I, I, somehow I succeeded all the years before I ever had him here. Exactly. Before he brought his bag in the studio. Exactly. You are a South Florida icon. Okay? He is a newcomer. Yeah. He has to prove himself. New and kid on the block. Exactly. So far, he's failed. His ratings are, are mediocre. Yeah. And if they continue, if the, rate, if the low ratings continue, he'll be replaced. So he needs you more than, than you need him. Mm -hmm. He's an excellent play-by-play -play guy, but as a talk show host, he sucks. He blows. He can only talk about the Dolphins and the NFL. He can't talk about anything else because he, he, he has no passion for anything else. And, uh, well, does, and, he have passion, and, 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 but does he have passion for the Dolphins? A lot of people are asking that. Well, you know, who knows? How know. could you pick the Patriots and then say it was in jest, that it was a joke, and that their picks every Friday are done in jest? Well, I don't have a problem with that. Oh. Because Although he was right. Well, which makes it, which makes it, you know something? That makes it even worse, see? That's what pisses people off. If the Dolphins would have won the game, they'd have said, oh, I'm always just having some fun, but we won the game, he knew we were going to win, and we're moving on to playoffs. But the fact that they actually did lose the game. Come on, Neil, I disagree. You know, one of the hallmarks of your success is your credibility. Yeah. No, that's before I came to QAM. And if he's going to pick the Dolphins every week, I mean, what credibility does he have? Yeah. If he's going to be the talk show host, as opposed to the play-by-play guy, He's got to give his opinions, otherwise it's boring radio. It's milk. Well, maybe he knew they were a bunch of choke artists. Maybe he well, knew that. Yeah, they are choke artists. He can't come on in here and say that because that would really put him off the edge. But maybe he just knows that in his somewhere in the back of his uh, feeble mind. You know, maybe he well, knows that. Well, now that we're going, you know, now that it's um, we're, we're at the almost at the end of football season. Close. Um, you know, Thank with God. tonight's Fiesta Bowl and then the playoffs and the Super Bowl. The Finger Bowl, yeah. Okay, he's going to have to demonstrate his ratings. Because he's not going to be able to rely on the foot on football. The See, it would seem to me now that the Panthers have gotten so hot lately, and the fact that they're only two points out of first, even though he doesn't know much about it, he's got a guy sitting there with him every morning who knows more about it than anybody in the building except me. You'd think that he would like allow him a certain amount of latitude and time because you're going to have to segue from when the Super Bowl ends into all of those months and when there's no football, because that's when it really gets ponderous on this radio station. Everybody knows it because even with the draft coming up in April, there are all those other months to fill when you've got to be talking about other things than just give me the football, you know? Well, you know, last year in the Herald, there was an article about uh, QAM's uh, ratings, and they said that you guys had the strongest uh, fall book because of Neil Rogers, the Dolphins, and the Hurricanes. Yeah. We're coming, well, now that we're going into... Hurricanes don't get any numbers. Oh, that's, that was no, no, that's, that is false, Neil. That's false. They do get ratings. No, they don't. And, yes, they do, Neil. Tonight's, t uh, tonight's broadcast, the TV broadcast, is going to have a higher rating than... Sir, the, than... sir, they don't get ratings on radio. They oh, get they ratings do? on... T no, they, they don't. Well, they look, they, look they, sir, I'm not going to argue with you, okay? Because when it comes to the ratings, I'm a student of the ratings, I'm in the business, and for you to start, you know, getting all whipped up to a frenzy like you're going to teach me something... I was at IOD when they had the Hurricanes. I've been at QM for five years. We got the Hurricanes. They do not get ratings. First of all, almost every one of their games is on television. Now, if you're going to tell me, now we like some of the Dolphin games. People used to turn down the sound, although that's got nothing to do with ratings. But they would turn on QAM to hear the sound when they were watching the game on TV. Some people like Howard doing the game. They like the Zimfer or Rick Weaver, whatever. They, and they like love Mandich. But nobody's going to turn the game on QAM while they're watching it on TV so they can hear Joe Zagaki screaming like a goddamn stuck pig in heat. They're not going to hear that. Oh, my. Oh, my. I wish we... Is that in the audio vault, by the way? Is that in there? Where the hell are they getting that? Or do they have it on a cart? 
It's in there somewhere. Oh, brother. We'll find out what it's it is. It's too embarrassing for this show. We're not going to play it. They don't get ratings. So he cut himself off at the pass because he's the expert, even though I'm the icon. You know, sir, I want to say one thing to you. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectfully? Yeah. That's what I want to say at this point, you know? Give me a little bit of credit for knowing something about something. Although he did have a good point about George. Oh, that was the other guy who told me George was... My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Yes, a doctor knows how to write prescriptions out for no pain. She don't need to drive around, right? It's right downtown, no pain. <laughs> when on a ride, when on a ride, when on a ride, yeah. there's no pain. Oh my! Oh my! Here's the guy who sucks, okay? Yes, she's taking a cruise to take away her blues. No pain. Her cassette must be fun, but there's her valley on no pain. When on a ride, when on a ride, when on a ride, feels no pain. Her in between meal snack, no pain. When on a ride, when on a ride, when on a ride, feels no pain. Ten thirty-three at five sixty WQAM. This is a good thing that came in the mail that you just handed to me. See, it turned out to be good. And you're such a skeptic. You're sour because you hung around with George too much. Lost man, eighty-five drives golf cart on I seventy-five. An 85-year-old man became lost while driving his golf cart home from a doctor's appointment inside a retirement community and wound up on a busy interstate, sheriff's official said. This is from the December 28th Sun Sentinel. The man drove along Interstate 75 near Tampa for about five miles, his golf cart never topping 20 miles an hour, thank goodness, official said. His identity was not released and he was not issued any tickets, even though driving a golf cart on the roadway is illegal, unless you're over the age of 100. Unless you're like, senile. See, it's a good, a good thing he was driving a golf cart. He could have been driving a Jew canoe, could have been driving a Continental, a Cadillac. And it was only a golf cart. 5670560. Oh, I'm a little bit disturbed by the tone of these last two calls here. The one guy that was ripping Georgian ass, even though I think he had a couple of good points. And then this last guy who's trying to give me a lesson about the ratings and about the hurricanes have number. Don't confuse people. Oh, and also, did you see that the Dolphin Patriot game, it was in Barry Jackass's column this morning, which I won't waste uh, getting out of the bottom of the birdcage here. But uh, in this market, it drew like a 27 share, something like that. And in the New England market, 32.4 share, much higher. Now, it wasn't even 20. It was 20-some-odd here in low 20s, 32.4 share, which goes to show you a lot more sports fans up there in New England than here in South Florida, even though it was a big number for down here, but not even close to what it was up there in New England. Because the fans up there appreciate what they got. Even though we're not going to make the playoffs this year, we appreciate the good effort, okay? 
Stumbled along, had a great start, stumbled along, couldn't uh, stop my grandma running, in, but that's the way it goes. Had a couple of real clinkers in there. We missed the bus, didn't show up. But they got their rings, is all I can say. Oh! And you got your things. Patriots got their rings, and the Dolphins got their <laughs> things. How's the rings and things doing? Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Happy New Year, guys. And the same to you, sir. Hey. Uh, why, did, why do I live down here even though I'm from New York? Well, I actually thought about moving back to New York last year, and the rents have come all the way down, Neil, uh, for, uh, for a 700 square foot apartment on the Upper West Side. Instead of 3,500 a month, now it's 2,000 a month. Yeah. And I. That's just, a good point. I love the warm weather. Mm-hmm. I tried, I tried the desert, got bored, uh, lived in California for 10 years, and if it wasn't for the earthquakes, I'd still be there. And by the way, Last Saturday night, the street that I lived on in Santa Monica, not the not the building, but the road, Ocean Park Boulevard, totally collapsed because of a sinkhole because the water main broke. Mm-hmm. That's why. Now, um, one thing about Howard David, uh, and it's interesting that you brought up the point of his prediction. I actually called him Monday morning, never called him before, and said, you know, if you wanted to make an excuse for that idiotic prediction, instead of saying it was just a joke, it would have made more sense if you said that you did it to try to psych the Dolphins into winning to prove you wrong. And, of course, he totally ignored me. Yeah. And finally, since this is the new year, I'm not making my own resolution, but I'd like to please tell everybody else, I don't know if they're old, young, whatever, in this town, how freaking difficult is it to park between two white lines? I'm tired of going to Target, to Publix, wherever the hell I go. Either I can't get into a spot or I get into a spot and I come in and I can't get into my car because mm-hmm. the moron is three feet into my space. Oh, we have that down here in our parking lot right oh downstairs. Oh, my God. People, How hard uh, is it? They park on the white lines. They, they park over the white lines. That's right? what I'm talking about. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Have a good I, I, guess, I guess what they figure hey. is the white line is supposed to go right midway between the wheels. It's just under there. <laughs> yeah. It's like a target, you know. It's like when a plane comes, like when a plane is landing at the airport and they follow that line on the road, uh, on the uh, runway. Yeah. That's, that's what they think that is. It's actually illegal. I spoke to a, an officer one day, and he said, it's at, "If they want to get this town out of debt, they just forget about stopping people on the highway for not turning on their signals because they don't do that anyway. It's very simple. Go to every parking lot, ticket everybody. You'll be out of debt tomorrow." Okay. Bye. Good luck to you. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. The new poll is up there. What should Neil do regarding Moe during 2003? This is a lot more important than that other poll we took. Never had any uh, inkling that we would be even delving into this today. But at 9 o'clock this morning, in case you missed the crossover there, a shocking development here on WQAM, which probably there will be headlines in both papers about it tomorrow. No. Since we get such tremendous publicity here. There should have been pictures of all our faces. I forgot when Greg stuck his head in the door to thank him for the tremendous publicity campaign about my return after vacation. And about all those billboards out there, just like Defoe has got. I noticed yesterday, everybody in the world in this town has got billboards. Y100, even Footy and his partner there in the morning, whatever his name is. You see their billboards with the big puppets hanging out? Yeah, they everywhere. got billboards. Defoe's got billboards. Uh, 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 what's that guy's name? Tom Sh- uh, Schwitt, uh, Schmidt, whatever his name is. Schnitt. He's yeah. got billboards. What do we got? <laughs> promises. Empty promises. Lies is what we got here at WQAM. That's what we got. Nothing. Zero. zippity doo and here I come back into town in a tremendous mood, having a great time. The show yesterday, I give about a 40 on a scale of 1. We had a great show, and I'm sitting here begging for calls again. Because nobody has any idea. I had a, like, bitch Carlos out yesterday, so he put something on our website about that I'm back on the air now. Even on our own website. And I'd, like, bitch him out, cuss him out, because George has got him under his thumb. 
And George doesn't want him to put that on there because then if everybody knows I'm back right away, it makes George look bad. I said it. Will you relax? Will you did not come in and bring you a nice birthday check this morning? Will you stop taking this so serious? What is wrong with you? What are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? This is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get him close like this. And bing! You blow their brains all over your nice side league suit. Come in. You're taking this very personal. See, there you go. You're taking this very personal. Just business. We're just having a good time here, screwing around a little bit. The new poll is up. Let's get some votes on here and see what they do. Maybe they just don't care, but I have my doubts about that. Oh, look at that. The first flash, 22 votes, in like a heartbeat. What should Neil do? Steal his hairpiece, 11. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but that won't work. He's got more. Stick. I, I think the audience is as shocked by the development as we are, so I probably shouldn't be too uh, har harsh on them. Because nobody ever anticipated this. And ordinarily it wouldn't mean that much, but after all these months of psychosis... That's gone on in this place. All of it on his part, by the way. Like that day that his head, I, I swear to you, I thought that his head was going to spin around and come right off his shoulders like Linda Blair in heat. The day that I stood in the doorway with those anal love beads. And it was my luck, you know. I, how did I know that that guy was going to call right at that moment? How the hell would I know about that? Probably thought that I put him up to it. One of those precious moments. Yeah, one of those precious, uh, prescient moments that I occasionally have. When I just got up to see if they still had a control room door open so I could look in there and give him like a high sign or what. And sure enough, there is this guy agitating him on the phone while I'm standing in the doorway. And he just went ballistic. Looked like he had just seen the face of um, Son of Sam, Charles Manson, and O.J. all combined, all wrapped up into one. That was the look on his puss. If you could have seen that hairpiece spinning around like, like a dreidel and it wasn't even Hanukkah time yet. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA2AM. I got uh, another auction coming up. Oh boy! That's where we auction off an item of great value. You're slashing me, Mo. Oh yeah. Here, hold this, please. Okay. Now, uh, we got to uh, auction these items off for a very, very good, good cause. Reach for the sky. What's that mean? It means, stupid, if they don't give up the guilt, we take it anyway, see? Oh, like reach for the sky, your money or your wig. What's the matter, Mo? I'm thinking. Ah, just a joke, Mo. A joke, huh? Yeah, I got a joke for you. Ah! Now, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what do we got to auction off this time? Well, why not auction off your pee bear? Say, that's not a bad idea. I need a new one anyway. Yeah, please. But please let me tell my minions in paradise about the luxurious Everglades Hotel and its magnificent that's where my close personal man friend Jay Fiedler and I go quite often. Ain't nothing like two men in a spa, lying there naked with just a towel, steamy moisture, aerial in your balls, Jay's soft hands gently caressing my buttocks, then grasping them, drawing me closer. You can't carry it away, Mo. You're squirting on me. Stop it. You're a professional schmuck. How dare you interrupt the spot? Like an old cocker should. 
Eating it feels nice. Like when I melt the hot wax in my eyes. This old one here is sick. So I gotta get a brand new bag. Ten forty six at five sixty WQM. I got the Mad Dog at one. Ed, Eddie K. Eddie the K from GA will be at Gulfstream this afternoon, plunging his bridges in hours. It's not looking too good for the Neil and Mo reunion. Sixty six votes almost immediately already on there. What should Neil do about Mo during two thousand and three? Now that we have this shocking development today, steal his hairpiece thirty three, stick by his guns, ignore him sixteen. Make peace nine and kiss and make up eight. So only seventeen out of sixty six are like in a pository uh thing. And the others are negatory. Well, they like it. They like the angst. Of course they do. Although a lot of people think that it's contrived. If you have any idea, every salesperson in this building tells me that every single client, everybody they meet on the streets asks them, Oh, is that just uh make believe or is that for real? All the appearances, whenever How could anybody we shows possibly up. Possibly make yeah. that up. <laughs> How could anybody po- like getting your ass fired. I mean, right. No, that's all shtick. Right. That was just a bunch of shtick. Right. As George was one step away from the 80th floor of any tall building he could find. Don't forget, join the big oh! and the QM Prize Patrol starting at 4 this afternoon at Hooligans in the Dayland Plaza for the official QM Cannes Fiesta Bowl watch party presented by Miller Lite. Don't be confused by the unofficial watch parties and by any phony baloney watch parties. Be sure and participate in the official QM Cannes Fiesta Bowl watch party presented by <laughs> Miller Lite and Duff. 5670560, five, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. I'm ready to go back to bedtime stories, you know? Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, I love the bedtime stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil, um, Mo Howard David's problem is, is that the Dolphins are done for the season. Yeah. And he sucks. And um, I got just one simple thing for him. Hold on. It's going to happen. Okay, right. great. Fine. Another chronic, another real loser, another sad, sad voice from the past. Always got his little thing queued up there. Oh, how sad. Welcome back to South Florida, Neil. Thank you. Look at, look at this response here today, man. I might as well be sitting here going like that. No matter what you do in this town, they don't like it. No matter what it is. You give them the bedtime stories, you're going to inform them, we're going to talk about important things. Oh, no, we don't want that. We don't want to hear some asshole reading on the air or talking about stuff that we can get on the news. We want to be entertained. Then you try to, like, go the other direction. Oh, no, we don't. One day of that was more than enough. Let's go back to the other stuff. We don't know what we want, and you want to know why? Because they're here. They're here. They're depressed, they're despondent, and they know that what I say is true. This is the anus of the universe. You can smell it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. And how about those Panther people? Right, no wonder this station can do whatever the hell they want. You'll put up with any crap that they uh, dish out. Of course, the game was on TV last night, but setting that aside, what kind of grotesque behavior was that? To shuffle that game off to 790, and here's a team that's two points out of first place in their division, hotter than a goddamn firecracker on New Year's Eve. And nobody gives a crap. That's the one constant in this town, no matter how many times I go away, how far I go away, how many times I come back, it never changes. They don't give a crap about anything, including themselves. And probably if they did, they wouldn't be here. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Do you have any Miami Dolphins? Boynton Beach, hello. 
<laughs> well, happy and healthy to you. Man. Same to you. Neil, first of all. What a change from yesterday to today, man. Uh, yesterday, they put on a good act yesterday. They pretended they had material. Four solid hours. We actually had a show here yesterday. It was shocking. Every idiot comes on today. But, uh, Neil, you know, I go back and forth between you and Howard and think, you know, what's stick and what's not. And then I said, you know what, I'm just going to sit there. And I would turn down the TV and I'd watch the game. And more often than not, he's got a great voice, but the guy gets more calls wrong than you could imagine. And you could just hear the mad dog silence. And he just it drives me crazy. And Bill Zimfer wasn't perfect. I would scream at him also, but mm-hmm. he's not as good as advertised. Yeah. He's definitely no Uncle Neil. Happy and healthy to you, Neil. Okay, and the same to you. Thanks for the suck job, okay? See, the audience doesn't get it. They don't understand it. I'm not interested in sitting here and doing what he always claims that we do and talking about him and critiquing his performance for four hours. I'm talking about our relationship here on this radio station. I mean, I thought I made including our poll. There it is right there. I thought I made it very clear. And yet, as usually is the case, no matter whether we get a lot of calls or just a few calls, it doesn't make any difference. They just don't respond to what I'm talking about. they got their own angle on it, their own agenda. They refuse to listen to the words coming from my articulate mouth. That's with an F. Five six seven oh five. There must be something going on today. Maybe they're having an all-day raccoons <laughs> party. That could be it. Or maybe we're just out of business. Here's Surfside. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't have access to a computer to uh, vote on the poll, but so far as Mo goes, keep it up. He's a bitter old man. He's got a new enemy now, H- Hank and Joe Rose, because they don't. Acknowledge his greatness, mm-hmm. and uh, a little dedication to Mo, a one-hit wonder. Hair by the Cowsills. Okay. <laughs> no, didn't they have another one? What was the other Cowsills hit? They had hair, and there was one other one. The moon, the sky, the yeah, sun, the, the yeah, eye. the sun, the park, your ass, and uh, my nose. Yeah, flower girl, something like that. I like the Cowsills. Yeah, nothing wrong with they that. They were okay. They were kind of like for for the time, you know. Inspiration for the Partridge family. Like I said, I wasn't too crazy about either one of them. Oh, look at this. Here's our last call, and it probably isn't a real call. I, I can't believe this. Uh, every time I think I'm shocked in this town, I come back here, and it's just uh, a new shock. Here's Baltimore. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. I listen, to, I listen to you on computer every day, and I'm just curious about something. What do you stick and what is not? When you, when you come down to Florida and you see Mo in the hall, do you make eye contact with him? I never, I never see him in the hall. I've only seen a man in a hall like twice since he's been here, because I'm usually not here anyway, but I very rarely see him in a hall. He's usually buried in that room there with the Geldy, so he side by each. So if you're in town, if you're in the building, he just completely stays away from you. Well, I mean, it's just we just very rarely encounter each other. And up until now, up until this last uh, episode, I have always, you know, hey, good morning, and he uh, gives me the back, and that's it, you know, like... Uh, Hello and goodbye. I mean, it's clearly obvious the guy has in his mind reconciled the fact that he is sinking at this point. Is that what it is? trying to get you to prop him up. I see. And it, you I know, don't think he's the one that's sinking. You're, you're calling from Baltimore listening on the Internet. You're my only phone call. So okay, I think well, I'm the one that's sinking. Well, that is I'm a, finished. That is a good I think point. George finished me off there during those uh, long weeks. I uh, sabotage. What was the word? must have been George. I think that guy had undermined. Undermined his show. Undermined the emperor. I got to tell you the truth. I gave George five minutes, and I waited for you to come back. Yeah. But I think you got to stick by your guns because those bits are tremendous, and if it comes at his expense, screw him. Oh, well, I'm not going to stop those. It's We're not down. stopping the comedy bits. Okay. Well, then you know what. There's nothing he can do to placate it. He threw the gauntlet down. You picked it up, so it goes. Okay. One chance wonder. Gotcha. See ya. Thanks. Okay, that's the end of our phone calls for today. It's been nice being with you. I think a two-hour show is okay. Sounds good to me. I can handle it. 
two hours like once or twice a week, once a month. That's the end of your material. And you know the interesting part of it is every single poll that I've taken over the last few months that's involved his name in any way, shape, or form, the response has been spastic, overwhelming, unbelievable. Indes am I right? Indescribable. Like they're just bursting with things that they want to say. And yet here I come on, we get caught off guard there at 9 o'clock in a crossover, and these people have got nothing to say about it. Let me ask you this. How about bilingualism? See, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. I'm just, I'm just astonished, shocked. Aren't I? No, no, I'm not. But it sounds good. We got one call on that board. This is a crowd. And if we were talking a bunch of sports crap, man, I want to hear a Panther person that's pissed off as I am that this station buried that game on seven ninety last night where they're desperate to try to get some asses in the seats in there and build up this young organization that Mike Keenan's doing a damn good job with, by the way. A hell of a job. And this station says F em, and puts on that goddamn cowboy bull there last night from the Orange Bull just so they can get a whole bunch of spots on there and suck a bunch of money out of it. Here's Pompano. Hello. Go Jets. <laughs> Kendall, hello. Kendall. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you today, sir? Okay. I'm doing Very fine, but the audience out there, I think, is doing the Kool-Aid. Very happy New Year to you. And Same to you. Um, quick question. Uh, I'm interested in uh, going to see a hockey game for the first time in my life, mm -hmm. making my brother-in-law for a birthday present. Yeah. Um, I, I suggested a couple of things. That I don't know where to go in the um, in the arena, and I think he said they wanted to see either Toronto or Philadelphia. Which one would be the better team to see? Well, I mean, how can I tell you that? How do I know how the... Well, I mean, well I've never seen a hockey game, so I'm, I'm just trusting in your judgment. Well, I, th I think that both teams have 43 points right now, so they're identical in terms of the uh, standings in the Eastern Conference. It's hard to say. I mean, I'd be, I would go to see the Leafs because I'm a Leaf fan. Okay. And they're an exciting team to watch, but then again, so are the Flyers. But again, uh, it all depends on the night. Sometimes teams show up, and they just uh, don't, you know, they don't get off the bus. They don't play much of a game, so I can't tell you that. Okay. Uh, Red Wings okay. coming this Wednesday. To watch the game, which would be, uh, would it be like a football arena where you want to be around the 50 or up near the top? Or as, cl as close to uh, center ice as you can and as, uh, like midway if you can. And you, usually most of the games you can get uh, pretty much wherever you want. Okay. I'm sure great. the Red Wing game Wednesday will be so. Okay, have a good time there, pal. And don't talk hockey on this station because we're anti-semantic when it comes to hockey. We hate it. That's what our, that's what they'll tell you around here. Hockey sucks. That's what we heard from one of our close personal friends. 115 votes on the poll. What should Neil do about Mo during 2003? Steal his hairpiece, 54. Stick by his guns, ignore him, F him, 29. Kiss and make up, 18. Make peace, 14. That's only 32 out of 150. That's only 28%. Not too good. 72% say <coughs> F him, Zimbalus Jr. Don't you, like I said yesterday, I think we're just, this is a dry run. I think they're like saving juice on the transmitter. A dry we're getting a pretty good response considering we're not on the air. I think that's what they're doing. We're not talking sports here between 9 and 1. So what they're going to do is just shut the thing off. We'll run the spots and pretend that somebody can hear them. Well, let's talk about the game. You can hear them, can't you? Who? The spots. What? <laughs> so whose fault was it? Dave Wonstead or North Turner's? How do you like that? He got the names right. That's all that's I'm hearing. We're doing sports on his show. That's what we want. 
Then we'll get some calls. We'll get that uh, idiot from Little Havana. We'll get John the Schwarzer calling in. We'll get Stuttering Steve. Now we're talking. Now we got our own. We'll steal all his goddamn calls, too, on that morning show. We'll put it old fart in his place. We'll steal all five of those guys. When well, you left the house this morning, do you notice how dirty your car was? You didn't have time to wash it, and those so-called car washes at gas stations can't get it done for you. i got a great idea for you. Take your car this weekend to University Car Wash and Lube on University Drive between Sterling and Griffin Roads in Davie because they do it all. Full-service washes, deluxe washes, hand washes, complete detail, and rug shampooing. Right now at University Car Wash and Lube, you can get unlimited full-service car washes for as low as $32.95 for the entire month. That's right, just $32.95 for the whole month. You can get it washed every day if you want. Need an oil change? Get a complete quality Pennzoil oil change and free full-service car wash for just $22.95 when you sign up for their free preferred customer card. So keep that new car shine all winter long only from University Car Wash and Lube. If you're a snowboarder and need to get that car looking new again, stop by University Car Wash and Lube. Don't forget, this weekend, get the schmutz and grime off your car. Stop by University Car Wash and Lube because they be the best. And you'll find them on... Where is it? On University Drive between Griffin and Sterling Roads in prestigious Davie, like I said. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Friday, you bastard. I think this is the... Fox News, Heather. One in and We'd really like to fuck you. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Story from December 5th, Bush isn't a moron. He's a cunning sociopath that I read on here back on December 5th. Yes. Doug just sent it to me. Thanks, Doug and Boca, but we already did it. Thank you. He said, if you already saw it, you know, he didn't feel bad about it. He's just uh, trying to inform us, okay? Keep us informed so we know what would be going on in the world. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. What should Neil do regarding Moe during 2003? Steal his hairpiece, 58. Stick by his guns, ignore him, 43. Kiss and make up, 22, and make peace, 14. Only like 26.2% view that relationship in a positive light. They like it. They like the hostility. Oh, they do like They like the hate. I, I, I think it's uh, not looking too strong, you know. I think he may be a little bit late. I think it may be like a really kind of a lame gesture. Like somebody comes in and like blows up the whole family, you know, with 
pipe bombs and guns and machetes and just butchers the whole family. And then goes back outside and rings the door and say, hello, anybody home? You know, it's just, I don't know, kind of a little bit late perhaps to be changing his tune. Here's a call from Columbus, Ohio. Hello. How you doing? Home of the United States Trotting Association and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes, sir. Yeah, do you guys know you're playing for the national championship tonight? Did we know it? Yeah. And? I'm tuning in on the uh, Internet. I don't hear you guys talking about it. Because this isn't a sports show, sir. Are you familiar with this show? <laughs> no, I guess not. Then get lost, asshole. I'm tuning in, and how come you're not talking? Don't you know you're playing for the national champion? No, we're not playing for it. You're playing for it. You're going to get your ass kicked, sir, okay? It's going to be embarrassing. You guys couldn't win a fixed game, okay, except maybe against a girls team like Michigan. With a lot of luck there at the end. I saw that game. Is, is this incredible? That reminds me of that, uh, that, that one voicemail we've got. Remember that? Yes. The, uh, this, which one was that? Pissed off and fired up. Guy. No, 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 not the pissed off, fired up guy. I'm not talking about him. Oh. I'm talking about the guy that was looking for a good sports station. He just came into town. Which guy was that? Let me see. The disgusted guy? Is that it? Maybe. I really hope you use this on the air. I've been listening to QAM now. For... No, nah, that's not it. Which one of those uh, voicemails was it? I know it's on there somewhere. Not Eddie. Not the FCC guy or the filthiest thing. The, the frustrated guy? No. no. Huh? No, it wasn't a frustrated guy. Oh, here it is. Hey, George, this is uh, Robert. Um, I'm playing in out of town all the time on business or whatever. I was looking for a good sports talk radio station and happened to find Neil Rogers. Uh, to be honest with you, pathetic. Very pathetic. And uh, this guy, is, I mean, if this is all you got on sports talk radio, it is horrible. So I'd, I'd definitely try to find somebody better than that. Yeah. And his whole GD thing and everything Somebody get some higher numbers. On one day, we'll all face the Lord. All right? Have a great day. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Good old Robert. Same, same concept. Oh, isn't this the sports station? See, they're sitting up there in Columbus, and they've looked up somewhere that WQM is the sports station here in South Florida in Miami, and therefore they want to call in like, oh, you know, don't you, uh, you know, how come you guys aren't talking about it? Because we don't give a flying crap about it, okay, sir? In addition to which, even if we did care, what's the point? It's a foregone conclusion. I will tell you right now, I bet that guy Robert's life on it that University of Miami will kick the crap out of Ohio State tonight. Guaranteed. Take it to the bank. Bet all of George's increase in his new contract on it. I'm telling you right now. What a crock of crap. Here's a fax from Chris in Pembroke Pines. As soon as I punched that guy up, I knew he had no idea who I was, what this show was all about. Don't you understand? This station has got a lot. Like uh, Don Imus on the fan in New York in the morning. Is he doing a sports show? No. Does he talk much about sports? No. Rarely. He's got a sports guy on there, but he sure as hell don't talk about sports. They can't handle it, man. They gotta have the same crap round the clock. Every second, every minute of every goddamn day. Let's dissect the game. Let's go back. Let's take a shower together. Like that. Let's act like a bunch of pansies in heat together, okay? Let's stick our hands under the uh, quarterback's ass and see if Tom Brady's really got as big of a pair as we thought he did. That sounds good. Anyway, it says, as a long time listener, I feel you should keep up the battle with Mo Howard Davided. His irreverence to you and your audience must not be tolerated. What really blows me away is that he's convinced that his audience is somehow more intelligent than yours. <laughs> what, yeah, like, uh, like his callers. They're like John and like that uh, little Havana guy. Like uh, Stuttering Steve. What's comical is that he doesn't have a clue what he's up against. I say bury him with several exclamation points. If you were to take a random sample of ten listeners from his audience and yours administered an IQ test, who do you think would score higher? 
In other words, whose trained monkeys are uh, smarter? Certainly not the Jimmy and Danny morons who spent all their time moaning about a meaningless football game. Now you're getting warm, Chris. Now you got your thumb on it. Anyway, please keep up the great work, and thank you for the decades you've spent bringing intelligent talk to listeners who've enjoyed your show over the years. <coughs> Happy New Year, Chris and Pembroke Pines. P.S. It's so much more comforting knowing that you're back down here with us. Remember, Misery Loves Company. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed, Chris. I noticed by the overwhelming response we've had here today. Pretty damn lame. They, I, there's something about this place they don't want you to enjoy your life, you know? And that bit from almost one of the first calls I had, one of the first day I did a show in Toronto, oh, Neil, you sound so happy up there, you know? And, and it wasn't that he was pleased about that, you know? He was upset. He was upset that I wasn't pissed off and fired up because I was here and because the people here are so goddamn angry about everything. They're angry. They're psychotic. The driving sucks. The football team sucks. At least the professional one, anyway. Supposed. The heat suck. Panthers are doing great, but nobody cares about that. Nobody the humidity cares. sucks. Humidity sucks. George sucks. Mo sucks. But that's beside the point. See, I think I think I got thrown off my game a little bit there. Maybe that was his plan. It was staggering. It worked. It, it just, it, I almost, I almost went sideways right off the chair. I almost didn't hit the open. Almost spun right around like that guy in the talk radio, that stupid ass movie that, oh. Eric Bogosian. Oh, Eric Bogosian. The worst. Oh, here's a different guy in Columbus, or maybe the same one. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Okay. Good. Hey, I'm listening to you on the internet. Yeah. And it does say you've got a sports talk going on right now. No, it does not. On the internet it does. What does it say? It says sports talk. What what are you what are you reading? The station. What are you reading? It's five sixty WQAM. And what the, what does it say between nine AM and one PM? What well, does it say? I don't know, but I tell well, you. Well then have somebody it. read it to you, okay, you moron. You know something? I'm changing. I hope the hurricane scored two hundred points tonight, okay? He just made me into a hurricane fan. Oh you moron. And of course being a Michigan State person anyway, I hate Ohio State like with a passion. The only time I ever root for them is if they're playing either Michigan or Notre Dame. I hope the Hurricanes score 400 points, and that's just before the first quarter ends, you jackass. I'm on a Hurricane bandwagon, not because I'm a front-running phony, but just because of idiots like him. He doesn't know what it says. Well, take a look at it. Like I said, have somebody read it to you. Somebody who might have a textbook, okay, which probably there ain't too many on your campus, you simpleton. And by the way, Doug McLean says don't even think about coming to any of the hockey games. They won't let you win. Well, when I think of my good, close, personal friends, Ray Whitney and Mike Sillinger, who have to toil up there, and, of course, Jeff Rimmer's uh, lovely daughter, have to toil up there in Columbus with Doug McClain, with a bunch of knuckleheads. I guess maybe the hockey crowd's up there a little bit more knowledgeable than the football, the college football crowd. We don't have a sports show on now, jackass. This isn't a sports show. It never has been a sports show. It's by far the highest-rated show on this radio station, and you can take your goddamn Buckeyes and stick them up your ass. How do you like that? I hope the Hurricanes score 2,000 points. And I hope that uh, Coker leaves the whole goddamn first string in there the whole game just so we can run it up. We. See that? You thought it could never happen again. Don't ever say never with me. Because like I said earlier in the show, always leave that one little th thing back where I had that stroke years ago, I think, in the back of my brain there. The one that Greg is always picking at, only he's got nothing in there. Can you believe? How do you like that? In other words, because he thinks he sees it on the website, therefore this is a sports show. That's because he's reading it up. on a website. First of all, don't be looking on the WQAM website anyway, jackass. 
this isn't a part of WQM. We're just we're just sitting around here because it's a place to do the show, and they like the money. That's all. We have nothing to do, no relationship with the rest of this radio station. It's an island. Thank God. We got a real audience, not just a bunch of nose pickers who want to get drunk and argue about a stupid ass football game. I hope the Hurricanes score six thousand points, and that's before the games. That's before the tailgate parties end. Yeah, you schmuck. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Run it up, Larry. Yeah, that's right, Larry. 4,000 points in the first two minutes. And <clears throat> welcome to the Legends of the Coons. There you go. Hey, I'm uh, officially proclaiming myself a coon right now. He's actually a great guy. He's I'm the he coon. I'll, I'll tell you who I did like a lot, who was a big fan of mine. What the, I don't know what his name is. What that was the basketball coach? Uh, Pat Riley? No, no, not the Hurricanes, you idiot. Oh, 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 no, I don't know. I don't follow them. Oh, I see. Nobody else does either. That's why they're getting a new arena tomorrow. I know the former mean. basketball coach, the Schwarzer coach. He's a good guy. I met him at the airport one time. He's a big fan of this show. But anyway. All right. Listen, there was an article in the New York Times on New Year's Day uh, titled, Outflank Democrats Wonder Leonard How to Hamilton? Catch Up in Media Wars. Did you read that? Larry Hamilton. Leonard. Oh, Leonard, Leonard Hamilton. Hamilton. Yes. Yeah, that's Leonard it. Hamilton. No, did I read what? Did you read the article about how the Democratic Party is scouring the country for progressive talk show hosts. Hello. No, I did to not. take on the big fat pig bar and all of his right-wing pals. No, I did not. Yeah. And? They're looking. Yeah. They want well, a guy what, what, like what you. you. What, do you they, what do you mean the Democratic Party? The Democratic what radio Party. station What radio station does the Democratic Party own? What network do they have? Well, they're trying to they're trying to recruit some talent. I don't know what the Johnson But but, but I don't understand recruit talent to do what? What station do they have? Well, Are they going to build their own radio station? Maybe, well, they're talking about doing a, a, a liberal cable network, and they are—they're also talking about recruiting talent like you yeah. to get out there on satellite and compete <laughs> with these pigs. They, and you know what they said? Yeah. They said the reasons that those shows haven't worked in the past, like Mario Cuomo and a few others, yeah. is because they talked about policy instead of being in your face, right? Like you, right? In your face and up your ass, right? Do it. Okay, thanks. Let's calm down. Stop living in a dream world. Here's a fax from Mac. Good fax. It says, Ray, your pool question, what to do about Mo. You know what it says? Shoot him in the leg. Well, shoot him in the leg is what it says. No, I'm not going to shoot him. Can you imagine popping that varicose vein? Oh, my God. With a rhino dart. Oh, jeez. 5670. <laughs> oh, you people, man, I'll tell you. I think it's getting to you. In fact, I'm now more grateful than ever for the fact that about eight months out of the year, I don't have to live in this uh, rat-infested sewer of a toilet place. I think it's getting to these people. They've been here too long, you know. The heat. Even George enjoys going up there to North Carolina once in a while just to get out of here. And if you can enjoy going to North Carolina, what does that tell you? It <laughs> tells you you like that, that. That's what I'm saying. Every every couple of weeks, I drive up to Tuag just for a you know a little breather, a little refresher on life. No, no. Mountains, man. Oh, one egg. 1150 to 560 WQAM, the number one Chinese buffet in the world. It's the Emerald Coast. Let me show you how I attack the buffet at the Emerald Coast. With a knife, a fork, and a spoon. That's how I do it. And you should do the same thing. They have three locations for you. They're in Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and their newest location in Pembroke Pines. Start your mouthwatering experience with six different kinds of soups to choose from. Maybe you'll have it like a bowl of all of them if you're a real pig. Then sample dozens and dozens of succulent entrees, not just Oriental goodies, but all kinds of other great stuff, too. Everything fresh and delicious. Oriental surf and turf on the weekends. New York strip steak made order at the Gourmet Center. That's the sizzling Asian grill featuring teriyaki, steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, hand-carved prime rib. It is the bestesses. The Emerald Coast Buffet promotes healthy living, too, because they don't use any crap. There is no 
cholesterol-clogging oil to clog up your veins. There is no MSG, no cornstarch, no garbage. Their buffet features a full salad bar, new sushi bar, and fresh rim cocktail. And Emerald Coat's famous Lobster Fest is back featuring lobster thermidors and lobster bisque. One requirement at the Emerald Coast, bring along a crowbar so you can shovel it in your pants and make a little room for dessert. Because the dessert bar is out of this world. Pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, fresh fruit, even be having watermelon. It's a perfect ending to an unforgettable pig out of feast. Don't forget they have three Emerald Coast locations for you. Sunrise at Pine Island of 44th Street, Collins Avenue just north of 163rd North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. They accept reservations. Take out delivery always available as well. Call 954-572-3822. Be sure and tell them that Skippy told you to call 954-572-3822. Check out the new Oriental Chicken Salad, too, along with the dozens and dozens of other great goodies at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. <laughs> Sports Radio 560 QAM Friday, you bastard. Condoleezza, Condoleezza, Chevron Mooley. With your funky yellow teeth so far apart. Condoleezza, Condoleezza, what you be doing? Get the old fascist like that token Schwarzer's dog. Is you day cause you a high-toned boot lip Negro? Is you the blackie and your mammy who be smart? Does they like how you shine their shoes, Condoleezza? All the way you wash and park the whitest cars. Georgie Jr. says he trusts you, Condoleezza. You sell our allies on the greedy oil wall. But then he make you clean all the White House bathrooms. Up the sink, the toilet, and then scrub the floor. They tell you don't wear sandals, Condoleezza. Hi, Mark Tadino, still on Your phone chip toenails make them want a wretched you. Even though you don't look so good anymore. <laughs> Your nappy leg hair look just like it be Velcro. The GOP want you to be that token uh-huh. One day while you be flipping pancakes, you may realize that they're treating you just like your esterone. That's when your head will move from side to side, Condoleezza. Incredible. Bush and Rummy. They be cracker assholes. Okay, here's the motto at WQAM. Pluck the Buckeyes. That's what we say today. Canes are going to kick their ass. Oh! Yeah, that's right. You heard it right here first. Even though we don't give a crap. Just because. See, this whole contrived thing, this goes on every time there's some kind of a stupid championship game. And if punks in one city, they get on the phone, they find out where the sports shows are in the other market. And they call in and they start, eh, we're going to kick your ass. Yeah. If I was you, I'd be anonymous, okay? Especially like around after midnight tonight. What time does that game start? Oh, that's right, it's in Tempe. Yeah, like after midnight tonight. You idiots. 
Here's the uh, definitive facts that outs George once and for all. It says, Hi, Neil, while you were gone, all George talked about was the Lord of the Rings. And look at Carlos laughing his ass off because he knows it's true. He was undermining the emperor. See, we're just taking that pull today, I guess, for fun, because after what he's done in this last year, do you really think that there's any, and after I excoriated you yesterday about not even speaking to him, do you think that there's any chance that just because he mentions my name that I'm going to, like, humiliate and degrade myself and bring him down to that level? Do you really believe that? Yeah, but what if he does it again? Screw him. As they used to say on that TV show, the FBI, Ephem Zimbalist Jr. Or Ephem. And you two up there, Columbus, Ohio, okay? I guess they got nothing better to do. What the hell else would you do in Columbus, Ohio? Sit around playing pinochle, playing with each other? That's what they're doing. They got, I guess they got exhausted from the pocket pool match, and now they're like calling talk shows. Oh, we're gonna kick your ass! Call up the mad dog between one and three, see how long he has you on. He'll have you on for like a heartbeat. He's still busy trying to figure out what, what happened in the fourth quarter of last Sunday's Dolphins Patriots game. I can't believe that I haven't played this yet. Haven't played it yet. Two days, because never did it fit in. Hey! Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. Absolutely correct, sir. Yep, that's what he said. He was pretty upset. Put ten years on him, okay? Hey, North Turner and uh, Dave Wanstead, you guys better apologize to the Mad Dog, because he really takes it serious. That's his life, or at least part of it. And he really, really, it just aged him many, many years, and he's just not the same guy, not the same mad dog we used to know and love. No wonder he ignores us, okay? He's wounded. He's like crawling into a shell and even lashed out at his partner, Mo, yesterday, of course, now that the season's over. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Did you notice that? All season long, when he knew he had another game coming up and they had to work together, mad dog was kind of like, like that, you know? Didn't want to say too much. But now that the season is over and they got several months before they have to, like, uh, be cohorts again, it's like... Jim Mandich, I am a pussy. Goes right out the window for a while. Here's a lady in Weston, our first lady of the day. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. You know, at least you don't have to explain icing to people anymore. Oh, yeah. Remember those days? I sure do. Yeah. What happened to her? That that was our one lady and she liked it. I guess that was her material. That was it. No, that was a cutoff. What do you mean by that? Like her phone died. She changed cells and never came back. How do you know that? It's just the sound of it. Well, let's let's find out if, if that was If you didn't get cut off, call me back because I'm sure she must have had some some tremendous stuff to say. That's what George said. I think you could be wrong. Maybe she's going through that tunnel. She could be going through the tunnel right now. Maybe she's uh, going over the George Washington Bridge with the bridge tender. Five six seven oh five sixty. Tom 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. I'll tell you, he sure has lasted, you know, the bridge tender. He's got the same kind of longevity that I've got in this market. Not as much as Rick Shaw that I hear you picked on while I was gone. You I said admitted read the story. Don't be doing stories about our friends. If people we like kill people, we don't care. That's right. I, didn't I mention Bob Soper before? We don't hold that against him. It was an accident. Now Rick, San people. Rick Sanchez, we do hold it against because we don't like him. We're not like we're not like Ron and Paul who are busy sucking everybody's ass. And yeah, I did hear about that. Remember that day I had that fax up in Toronto. And notice what I did? I ignored it. 
the day they had OJ on their show. Like we're gonna we're gonna start promoting the Ron and Paul show so you can hear all of our material again the next day because they had that scumbag on. I say he fits in perfect on that show with Paul and young Ron or young whatever the hell it is, young Paul and old Ron. No matter which way you put it, that station blows, man. And it just brings a tear to my eye to think of how great that thing used to be back in the good old days when Zeta was like a real station. Right. And then, and then big after Howard goes up, then they call it like classic rock. The rest, what what kind of crap is that? Classic crock is more like it. They don't play classic rock. There is no rock station in this market anymore. The, remember the day that I did the thing? Of course you do about the bands, the best, uh, the greatest right. all time of American band. And I played a whole bunch of great stuff. Aerosmith in Chicago and The Doors. Where, where do you hear that here? What station plays any of that? VH1. No, no, seriously. What station on the FM dial plays that music here? None. So even the music that I want to hear, you can't find it. And, you know, Magic, they're still playing the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. They're still playing the same old crap. And, and the Righteous Brothers, I get back into town, I get in my car, and the first thing I hear is a medley of Billy Medley and Bobby Hatfield on Magic, and they're promoting some concert they got. I sure hope Woody's got nothing to do with that. Who the hell would want to pay to go see the freaking goddamn Righteous Brothers that we heard those songs until we wanted to puke? You never Oh, my God, you lost that love and you lost that living feeling when you hear their voices. Overplayed is an understatement. My, I'd rather have sex with Christina Aguilera than hear them again. And I'd rather croak than even be in the same room with her. Oh, I forgot that's right. A lot of you guys like mousy broads. She's a mouse. Yes. I, if you want to get a date with her, just put a piece of cheese down there at the door. She'll be there in a half an hour. I got some cheese. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure you do. That's what we heard. That's what the word is. That's what Carlos said. Now, is this that same lady calling back? I hope. Hello. What happened to you? Your phone must be a piece of crap. Yeah. No, it's Weston. You cannot get a signal out in Weston. Oh, isn't it illegal to make a cell phone call in Weston along with everything else? Yeah, but farting is legal now. Good. <laughs> There's as one point. As long as you don't get caught. Uh-huh. Uh, as long as it's the right great. flavor. George was great. Was he? Yes. I heard all he talked about was Lord of the Rings. No, you know, the best day was when Suds was on. Now, what did they talk about? Well, it's they Rick. started out, oh, hi. George, should I tell them? Yeah, whatever. And now don't don't ask his permission. Don't be uh, such a pussy. Okay. Well, it Go started ahead. out really good, and they were talking about uh, the old days, and I was getting misty and choked up, and it was just mm -hmm. like a trip down memory lane. Right. And then some naked girl came in and ruined it all. High boy brought a stripper. Yeah. Oh. You know, you're you're the one that gets on there and rips Ron and Ron for the crap that they used to do on a morning show on yeah, IOB. It wasn't his it's high boy. It's that fat tub of crap. You know something? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to swap Moe's hairpiece. I'm not taking Moe back, but I'm going to take Moe's hairpiece for the new year and just get rid of fat boy. I'm writing him off for the new year. I've had it with him. Well, I've never seen him, but I, oh. at this point I don't want to. If you ever saw him, you would look at that and say, how can that thing be alive? <laughs> and believe me, it's a mystery we still haven't solved. Another thing I want to tell you, but you already decided not to make up with Moe. Well, I mean, I haven't said that official, but I think it's highly unlikely. Well, just it, that what he did this morning doesn't make up for all the other. <laughs> of trouble. course not. No, it's just it's a, but it did have the effect he probably intended, and that is to catch us off balance. He, I'll admit that he certainly uh, shocked the crap out of me. Me too, and and get you talking about him the rest of the day. Good. Well, we got to goose up those lame ass numbers, is so we're doing the best we can. Can I make a simple request? Sure. Um, 
since the dolphins choked and died, could you play the KJ um, dolphin song? I've never heard it on the radio. The K- no, I think it's the guitar man one you're talking no, about. No, no, no. No, KJ's got one. He just sent it this year, this season. He does? What's it called? Oh, Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, while, we're, while you're, we're thinking about that, we'll play this one in the meantime, okay? Okay, thank you. Have a great you. new year. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Miami has the Dolphins, a good old choke and cheese. <coughs> Buffalo kicked some dolphin, but it was like a bad, wet dream. Oh. I lost my shirt, I lost my mind, and now I'm eating crow. Oh. So here's another version. Of a song that really blows. Yes, they're the Katsa Heist Dolphins. Katsa Heist Dolphins. Katsa Heist Dolphins, where's my gun? Yes. Yes, they're the Katsa Heist Dolphins. Katsa Heist Dolphins. Katsa Heist make that number one. Yes. All right. 1131, that'll have to do for now. The KJ has a dolphin song? Yeah, I think we played it once. What I was what it? it was called. Well, Wolf, maybe he'll call and tell you if he's listening. I doubt it. he's probably running around the block with his little daughter. He carries around his little girl like she's a prop, you know. Anyway, here's a fact. This is, I know this is off the subject, if there is any. There's never a subject on this show. It's whatever you want to talk about. That's why it's so frustrating to all of us here that we have to beg and plead to get you to open up a mouth and say anything, whether it's intelligent, stupid, or in between, or moronic or idiotic. It's called the Dolphin's Fight Song. Oh. But what the hell happened to LSD, asked this uh, faxer. Maybe George knows, but I miss it. My theory is that the hype of ecstasy has pushed it away. I'd like to see Jesus again, it says. Anonymous nun in North Miami. Which reminds me, whatever happened to the ex-nun? Remember her? Right. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. Maybe she's an ex-resident. What is it called? Dolphin's Fight Song. Now, what's that dolphin alarm? What is that? I don't know. We might have... Don't you make a sound. I'm just going to rape your wife and leave quietly. Don't let this happen to you. Today's National Football League crackhead athletes are above the law. Protect your family from the horrors of unwanted NFL players in your home with the new Miami Dolphin Home Alarm System. Dolphin Home Alarm System comes with the Jimmy Johnson seal of disapproval. I never met a criminal I didn't like. And if they can catch the ball or run with the ball, why, they're something special. Take criminal athletes off the field and put them in a jail cell where they usually find God and a wife named Tyrone. The Miami Dolphin Home Alarm System. See your local crack dealer for details. Team. Yes. They flub the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. Oy. They're on the ground, that's where they'll stay. They're never in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking toilet bowl, because they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. 
Don't bet on them, you'll always lose. They don't know how to tackle. They don't know how to block. Their coaches ought to tell them to put Bengay in their jocks. Then they would run much faster and even in defeat. When we go to the stadium, we'll see Miami Heat. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Uh, 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. The team that hasn't got a clue. Miami has the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have no fans. Just 50,000 assholes sitting in the stands. They watch the game and all they do is moan and gripe and bitch. I wonder how Joe Robbie got to be so goddamn rich. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, I hear the crowd begin to boo. The Dolphins have Jay Fiedler, that quarterback's a Jew. Run down the field and he will throw a pass over you. He'll never win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be surprised. When he gets cut, that doesn't mean that he was circumcised. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number, how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Jay calls his signals in Hebrew. Oy. The Dolphins have no defense and their offense is a joke. Like George Bush eating pretzels, you know they're gonna choke. They'll always disappoint you when they're in a playoff race With fewer points than pockmarks on Heisinga's ugly face And they're the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins number Oh, what the hell, 32 Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Now they're through Broken through her bedroom window At 5 a.m. to dip my wig And what I did I knew was criminal But that ain't nothing new If you play for the fish I guess my girlfriend forgot to tell me Another bitch was someone else's wife. Oh man, her silly husband was mean and healthy. And I found out when he chased me with a knife. Why didn't that bitch tell me? It was too dark to see. Scare the piss out of me. Please don't fail me now.
22. Well, I figured that uh, we'd put that in there to round it out, you know. It kind of fit. Thanks again, uh, Hudson and Wayne. Wayne Arnold kid just came in. Boy, did he blow up like a bullfrog, you know. He's been bigger. He's been bigger, but, man, he just, uh, oh. And he said he's uh, getting old like me. We're getting old is what he said. Old and wrinkled, I think, is what he said. Well, he's a fat, but he's a great guy, and we love him. We love you, Wayne, and you too, Hudson. It says, George makes you sound like Charlton Heston. He's the faggiest-sounding voice on the dial. Get a more macho sidekick, more butch-like, you say, says Floyd. He said you sound like a pansy. Boy, they're ripping you an ass today. What's that all about? Something to do. I think it's from the heart. Because when you're in South Florida, they hate right from the heart. It's not half-assed. That's the one thing that's not half-assed. When they hate, they hate like with real sincerity. Like we hate Ohio State. In fact, that sounds like it's got like a nice rhyme to it, you know? We hate Ohio State. And they're not so great. And if they're smart, they'll show up late. Like in about the middle of the fourth quarter, when it'll be 42,000 nothing for the Canes. Let's go Coons, baby! Oh! Yeah! I'm getting me a whole hurricane outfit. Doesn't that sound good? I bet you the Beast will hook me up with that. I'm starting to root for the Coons. I mean, after all, I did UFM baseball on the air for six years. I was great, if I say so myself. I was sensational. They used to love me in those days. There's some shirts back there. Get some get some hurricane paraphernalia, man. I'm on a bandwagon. I, I never thought that could happen. But you Ohio State Buckeyes, man, like I say, pluck the Buckeyes. You guys suck. Calling up this station, starting to sim us up there when you don't even know what the hell this station's all about, what this show is all about, what life is all about. You're a bunch of punks. In fact, maybe you ought to call up Art Sleaster. You can make a bet on the game tonight, okay? Maybe Art's still taking the odds on it. Did he die or something, Arch Sleaster, or like, or did he go back to jail? Something with him. Oh, there's a huge U of M T-shirt. What is that? Is that Al Goldstein's or Fat Boys? What is that size? X X X X X L. Just a regular old XL. Good God. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. I'll take any U M paraphernalia. I'm become now the Dolphins. Forget about that. They ain't gonna happen. I love my Patriots, because the Dolphin people just they turn me off. Not the team so much. Although I will say, back in the IOD days. Remember we all used to scream and complain about getting into that stadium in a way they were like a bunch of Nazis there because of Wayne? What is it? On the sleeve. That's, it's got a tiny right there. In your what does it say on the sleeve? You, uh, it says, National Champions 2001 to whatever it says here. We love the Canes on this show. Oh! <laughs> I, the words are even coming out easy. I can't believe it. I thought I'd be gagging on those words if they ever came out of my mouth. But because Ohio State had two set-up calls here today from Columbus... A couple of real losers, if we ever heard them. Three, if you count the one that's on line four. Oh, there's another asshole on there now from Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Buckeye Line. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, we're not all assholes up here. Good. Thank God for that. Now, where, are you, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Columbus. You're from Columbus? Yes. How about those uh, straight jackets? I mean, the, uh, the yellow ja the red jackets. The red jackets? Oh, you mean the blue jackets? The blue jackets. I'm sorry. I'm colorblind. <laughs> you're close. That's my good buddy, Doug McLean. And Ray, you're lucky you got Ray Whitney and Mike Sillinger. You got them from us, man. You stole all those guys. Yeah, Doug used to be down there, too. Right? Doug is great. Good guy. Yeah, good friend of mine, guy. by the way. Yeah. He's a big Buckeye fan, too, now. Is he really? Yeah. Ah, he's easy. <laughs> I love Doug. Give, Doug. give Doug a big kiss for me. In fact, give Ray Whitney a big kiss for me. I tried, but he kept running away. Hey, uh, you you really think it's going to be lopsided, huh? You you don't? Now, be honest with me. I understand that when you're a fan, you know, you you're always have a jaded view and you're hoping for the best. But don't you realize, I mean, take a look at your quarterback, for example. Yes. Is is he like a competitive with Ken Dorsey? Is he like going to be able to compete in that game tonight? Well, he doesn't have his experience. But he's he's, he's a, marginal. He's lot, Wouldn't you agree like that he is Dorsey. marginal at best and embarrassing at worst? No, not at all. Okay. So what, do you, what what's your prediction? Like what's your prediction on a final score tonight? I mean he's ugly? Yeah, well, 
he is ugly. You're right. I've seen him. He's, ugly yeah, you're right. <laughs> Lee, Lee's got a bad haircut. He's a redhead. He looks more like. I mean, Ken. Did I say Lee? Lee Dorsey. Remember him? Anyway, what's the prediction on the score? Well, it's it's going to be if it's in the twenties, we'll win. Ohio State will win. If uh, and I think if it's we, in the two hundreds, keep you in the twenties. Yeah. That's what I think. Final score: Miami fifty-two, no. Ohio State nine. They haven't played a defense like ours. Well, we'll see. They haven't scored. Who have they scored fifty-two on? Uh, uh, let's see, Piper High, I think. <laughs> Good luck, <laughs> to you, pal. University of Good Florida luck to you. I'll see. I'll see at the United States Trotting Association. And say hi to Doug and all my buddies. Okay. Okay, go Blue Jackets. I like the Blue Jackets. they got a good, exciting uh, team. And they got a lot of good-looking young guys on that team, too. David Viborny. Would somebody please tell my friend Mike Lang that his name is Viborny, not Viborny? I was watching that game against the Penguins when Whitney and Soldier were kicking ass the other night. And that Rusty Kleslow, that great defenseman. Boy, does that kid look good and can play. I'll tell you, see, it's one thing when you look good. And you can look good and play, too, like Ray Whitney or Tom Brady or Rusty Kleslow or David Viborny. No, I don't know any of those people. Well, don't be eating while I'm trying to, like, eat here. I'm counting on you to fill the gap. Well, that kid sounded okay, huh? He sounded like a reasonable Ohio State. He's having fun with it. Not a prick like those other guys. Thanks a lot, pal. We appreciate your um, whatever whatever it was. Well, see, plus he's a hockey fan. See, the hockey people are the good people. And that's the problem with South Florida. There are very few hockey people. That's why there's so few good people. Because anybody comes on the air and says hockey sucks. He's an asshole. That's right. I don't want to mention no names. How's the poll coming? 201 votes. What should Neil do regarding Moe during 2003? Steal his hairpiece, 87, 43.2%. We should have probably put another category on there. Rip him some Moe. Wouldn't that have been cute? Yeah, let's put that on there, Eric, if you're listening. If not, we understand because we're eating too. Rip him some mo, I think would be a nice category. Anyway, steal his hairpiece, 87. Stick by his guns, ignore him, 65. Kiss and make up, 27. Make peace, 22. Yeah, rip him some mo, it fills a void in that pool. There's not one, you know what I'm saying, for like an ongoing uh, slice job for my good, close, personal buddy with a bad hairpiece and the horrendous varicose veins. Anybody in Columbus know more Howard David? No. You're lucky. We like him here, though, because he's, you know, he's a fun old guy. We like picking on old people down here. He's a fun guy. He's a fun old guy. Underline the old part. Sixteen Plus, he's an old New York Jew right up George's alley. He hates New York and he hates Jews. Sixteen till now. Will you just relax, for Christ's sakes? Do you want me to put, stop payment on that check or what? What did I say? I hated Do you know how fast I can be on the phone with my watch over your money bank? And did I mention, I never even mentioned that story about how they screwed up my account. Watch over your bank sucks, I should mention that. You suck. They used to be, remember my good friend Matt Korshaw, family bank, and they're going to take care of your person. I love you, Matt. We miss you badly. I bet you don't have a hair left in his head. He had a big bald spot. He was a good guy, a good-looking guy, too. Got married, though. But anyway, uh, it was family bank, and then it was Republic Security Bank, and then it was something else, and then it was Watch Over Your Money Bank. Jesus, they make me almost as psychotic as Mitch Hirsch. Anybody remember Mitch Hirsch? Look at that uh, nice yellow T-shirt that McGill has got on. Isn't that interesting, that canary yellow T-shirt? Kind of like fits with his uh, whole ambiance, something about it. Hey, I'll tell you a guy that's uh, colorful, and that's my good buddy Tom Lehman down there at Hallett Pontiac GMC. And his paisan, sales manager Joe Prieto, want to wish all of our listeners a very happy new year. And they say that from the heart. And they also want your money. And Hallett, check out the area's biggest selection of 2003 GMC Envoys, Envoy XLs, Yukon, Yukon XLs, like it says on this Hurricane T-shirt, XXL. And Denali's. That's right. Nobody's got a bigger selection of these great cars and vehicles than Hallett. 
Hallett's also got an unbeatable selection of great pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs without a single lemon on the lot. And if they turn you down for credit at some other horseball car dealer, have no fear because Hallett is here. They'll cut you a deal. So for the best selection and best prices on GMC SUVs, Neal deals, and lots more, see our good paisans at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 1341 South Dixie Highway. That's US 1 across from the falls. They, by the way, guarantee the hurricanes will win tonight. Open seven days a week. What are you, what are you smirking about? Tom Lehman guarantees the Canes will kick Ohio State Buckeye ass. They will be oozing bloody excrement from their butts when that game is over tonight. They'll have bloody diarrhea for a month. For more information, call the Neal Deal hotline. That's on the cars, not on the uh, ass. Call one 888 one 1-888-534-4211. 1-888-534-4211. do not forget to mention you heard about the Neal Deal because you'll save even more just for having the balls to mention my name. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who continued to say during 2003, we be professional grade. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Got two sets of lips. You left your cell phone here, Wayne or uh, Hudson or whoever. They left their cell phone here. They're listening. We didn't take their... I think we should start that over again. Well, i got to put that on the air because if they're still listening, they can turn around and come back and bring more, more food. Or we can pawn the cell phone. Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cards, our little flags wave. As that Saudi loving retard points the bombers the wrong way. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed to be an American where they follow Bush like sheep. The United States of arrogance. Led by Bush and his family, we think of this country up, up, handling towards the darkest days in our history. I don't want to be a Pax American in the goddamn USA. What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. How do you spell that? And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American. Where we patriotically wave a flag in one hand with our head in the sand and blindly follow the powers that be. Apathetic, up, watching state front news on a 65-inch screen. Rackham, scratch your balls and fart. Everything's okay in the goddamn USA. God bless America. Okay, it's 11.51 at 560 WQM. we got the Mad Dog. Jim Mandage, former great Dolphin tight end. He's got a ring, baby. He's got one of them Super Bowl rings on his thing. I just mentioned that for those Columbus State punks that are... Lo- Can you believe that? Did I say Columbus State? Might as well be. Doesn't that sound like a girl's school, Columbus State? 
Can you believe they're listening? And, and you know something? Probably be good for them. They'll find out what a real radio show is all about. They don't got this in Columbus, Ohio. I'll guarantee you that. Do they? Don't know. <clears throat> what kind of... What are you talking about? Do you think they got great talk radio in Columbus, Ohio? Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. They think they got a guy that's his asshole on, on radio in Columbus, Ohio? Because if he did say it, they'd probably all say, yeah. They'd probably answer to it. You know what I mean? That's bad. We love you, Columbus. See, we're not going to play that game. Actually, it's not a bad little town, Columbus, Ohio. It's got like not such a little town either. There's like three million people within about a two-block radius. You know what? Never been there. Cincinnati. No, Cincinnati. That's not Columbus. Cleveland. Cincinnati sucks. Oh, yeah, they both sucked. Cleveland. There's no white people there. You out of your mind? Cleveland is like just overtown spread out over a big gigantic uh, thing on a lake there with a lot of snow and crap. I saw some wall-eyed white people driving through there. In fact, I think there are a lot of uh, southern blacks that got like lost. They all got sent to Cleveland as punishment for being in the wrong hood. I'm just trying to eat lunch here and mind my own business, okay? 221 votes on the mole pool. Uh, Rip him some mo has already got four votes. That'll get some votes. Steal his hairpiece, 95. Stick by his guns. Ignore him, Neil should 71. Kiss and make up, 29. Make peace, 22. And rip him some mo four. Nice going, Eric. Thank you. I don't believe any of that stuff George says about you. Don't forget to join the big oh! and the QAM prize patrol tonight starting at 4 this afternoon at Hooligans in the Dayland Plaza for the official QAM Canes Fiesta Bowl watch party presented by Miller Lite. See, I think I, it's, I want to thank the assholes from Ohio State. You want to know why? Why? Because the Fiesta Bowl that started all of that crap, the Jimmy Johnson stuff, was like 15 years ago, 1987. And that was shameful. And not only that, but then they lost the game. Didn't they lose the game to Penn State that year? See, what am I asking him? He knows nothing. They lost the game to Penn State in 87, that old Joe Paterno, Joe Pa. And where the hell did that come from? After all of these years, all of a sudden he's Joe Pa? If he was coaching at Yeshiva, would he be Jupa? Oh, George would like Columbus for one reason, though. They don't let any Jews in there. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Naples. Hello. Hey, Neil, that guy that called from Ohio State before. I'm sure. Yeah, I think that's what he was talking about. Yeah, definitely, because I see a lot of them here in Naples, Fort Myers area, a ton of Ohio State flags out. Are you kidding me? I'll call them. Oh, how, de how depressing. I know. Well, you know, I got my Kings colors out, and I got my, my jersey, got everything out here. Of course, the, the, the FSU and the, the Gator fans are real quiet now. I got my official QAM Hurricanes t-shirt, even though I'm not going to put it on because it would mess up my hair. But I got it, like, spread out in front of me right here. Good for you. Nice to hear you with the Canes again. Go Canes, baby. All right. Thank See, you. All right. See, how do you like that? That was easy. I mean, it may have taken a long time, but, see, if I would have done it, like, overnight, it would have been insincere. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying quit uh, eating over there and pay attention to the goddamn shore. I'll stop that check faster than you can say uh, Mo's a douchebag. Uh. Mo's a silly old man with a bad, bad hairpiece. So oh, I see Miguel is in there eating free food now, too, huh? All of our good friends stopped by when we got free chow in there. Thanks again. And, you know, we always say it and it sounds so trite and gratuitous on the air, which we don't like being trite and gratuitous. We like telling it like it is and ripping ass on this show, but... Every time that Wayne or Hudson from uh, Wayne Arnold's Royal Castle brings us food, it's better than the last. Am I right? Indeed. It is so goddamn good, it's enough to, like, have sex in it. In fact, I'm looking at my... It looked like somebody already did, Miguel. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Miguel from Passions. Well, that show's getting heavy duty. We've got the uh, weddings going on now, the two weddings anyway. 
Luis and uh, not Miguel. Miguel's left uh, holding. He's holding it. Luis and uh, Antonio. You watching that show? You better start watching Passions, man. You want to work? Don't pay any attention to George. I told you that. If you want to get ahead on this show, say screw him, okay? Anytime he tells you something, you walk in the opposite I didn't say direction. Bad about if passions. he said go north, look south. The hell you didn't. You hate that show. I've never watched it to hate it. Well, so how the hell would you know anything about it? You know anything no, I about say Passions? I hate it. Right, I don't. Just because Luis or whatever his name is, Miguel is hot and runs around with his uh, shirt off all the time on that show. Now we know why you like it. That's right. <laughs> That's a damn good show. Okay, there's plenty of other shows. That, there's lots of other soap operas that got hot young guys out there. Am I watching those? No. Hell no. I might take a peek now and then. How's our buddy JP doing, by the way? Harry. Yeah, he is. Except on his head. I heard he's met a hairy end. It's tw I love it. <laughs> Remember that song by Barbara Streisand, Stony End? We're going to do one about JP called Harry End. And don't call Boca Brian. It's just a joke. Just a joke. God, you and that crazy nitwit you got from the 50s. When he started talking about the life of Riley yesterday, I had to run out of here. Yeah. See, people think I make that stuff up. This is a, we love him, he's creative, he's a panic, he's funny as hell, but he is mentally stuck in the 1950s and early 60s. He's a walking time capsule. Yeah. He's like with James Darren there. He's caught in the time tunnel or whatever the hell that stupid movie was. Three minutes before. Now, what's the judge doing here? This is the Danielle, remember, what the hell's the guy's name? Third. Third. To determine whether God the jury's again? decision was contrary to law or Westerfield the evidence was the that was name. presented. I know that. David Westerfield. Fourth. I think it was kin to David to Copperfield. State on the record, the Poor little Danielle. I am Fry his ass, Judge. I am making. No pussy footing around, baby. And Fry his ass. To direct that the and don't forget to look on our website for that story from CTV about the uh, pot charge being thrown out against that 16-year-old kid in Windsor, Ontario, and Canada's one step closer to decriminalizing pot. this motion is to reweigh independently the evidence of aggravating and mitigating evidence. It puts the lotion in the basket. No, he said motion. Determine whether, in my judgment, the weight of the evidence supports the jury's verdict. The court, in this circumstance, yeah. must only consider the evidence that was properly presented to the jury. So even though I've heard a lot of material over the months preceding the trial, the oh, fact here's that is bastard, I am obligated to work with you again. the evidence that was presented okay. in the courtroom Have a bad New Year. and that which the jury heard. The court under this circumstance must not allow the presentation of additional evidence, nor allow victim impact statements, nor review any probation reports all of which this court has not done. Yeah. In and addition to that, the court may not contrast this case with other cases in which this court has imposed the sentence of death. Yeah. With this overview, the court will now recite its reasons as required by law as to the motion brought. Please, but do it sometime fast. This court... Has independently oh, considered God, no all of the today, evidence right? presented have to worry at about the time. trial. We got lots of time, Judge. Any arguments time. of counsel? It is not the court's intention to list every item of evidence and all arguments presented that were considered by the court. F and A. For the purpose of stating the court's reasoning, this will be a recital of the principal factors that most powerfully informed and influenced. The decision at hand. Yeah. A. The circumstances of the crime and the special circumstances. Mm -hmm. 
The circumstances of this case and this crime weigh heavily in favor of the upholding of the jury's verdict of death. The victim, Danielle Van Dam, age 7, was taken out of her home. Well, it already says at the bottom of the screen, judge denies motion to dismiss. What the hell am I putting this on here for? He's just going through all of the verbiage of it. The justification. By the way, I guess you guys up there in Columbus, Ohio, never heard a radio show where they say asshole on air, huh? Look in the mirror. You'll understand what we're talking about. Final score, University of Miami Hurricanes, 42,006, and what is it? Ohio State. I want to keep calling them Columbus State. Ohio State Buckeyes. Unbelievable. Oh! Zero. 622,000 to zip, to zilch. I wouldn't even waste my time showing up there if I was you guys. All the way out there in Tempe. And not only that, if you're such big gung-ho fans, how come you're not out there in Arizona, you assholes? You're sure not reading any textbooks. In fact, I guarantee you that if there's one group of guys that the University of Miami football team has read more textbooks than it's the whole campus there at Ohio State. And they got crappy uniforms, too, okay? Put some color into it, all right? Jesus, it looks like they're faded. Like they can't afford new uniforms. Don't their uniforms look crappy? That awful old, like, white and uh, gray and dank. Brings back memories of Arch Schleister just plunging his brains out. I wonder who was betting on the other team. Minute afternoon at 560 WQAM. Hey, if you're tired of uh, paying for or even making dinner, then come out to Pompano Park this coming Monday, January 6th, and get a free spaghetti oh, dinner. Oh. Let me say it again. Free spaghetti dinner is back this Monday, January 6th at Pompano Park. With every Pompano Park program purchased after 6 p.m. this Monday, you get a coupon for a free spaghetti dinner on the 4th Floor Players Lounge. You get a salad, rolls, and butter, and a plate of pasta with marinara sauce. And if you don't want the program, you can still purchase a coupon for just two and a half bucks. Life doesn't get much better than that, especially down here in this godforsaken place. Free parking, free admission, great racing, and free spaghetti dinner this Monday only, January 6th. And again, welcome to uh, Brian Sears of the Driver Colony. I sure hope you stick around, Brian. Is he great or what? Yes. Love you, Brian. And Mickey McNichol. Nice going there, Mickey. Can't believe it, you don't even finish fourth anymore. Monday Madness is back at Pompano Park with a two-for-twenty-five-dollar full-course dinner at the lavish top-of-the-park restaurant every Monday night. And, of course, Wednesday night at Pompano Park is dollar night with draft beer, hot dogs, sodas, and lots more, only a buck apiece every Wednesday. Pompano Park, free general parking, free admission every day and night for live racing, and, of course, simulcasting every day of your life starting at noon all the way till midnight with harness and the high lie and thoroughbred racing from all around the country. Post time, 7.15 for live racing, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, like tonight, at Pompano Park. Live, live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Ella, it be the 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. My anus. Rectum. My anus. 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 Kids, do y'all like cutting little stinkers? Uh-huh. That funny little yeah. sound that comes right out your sphincter? Want to copy me and do exactly like I do? Uh-huh. Get paid for writing little songs about boo-boo? 
My brain's all gone. I'm trying to get my groove on. But I can't figure out which Spice Girl I'm going to fart on. And Dr. Dre asked, Yo, man, you Pascal? Hell no. So why do I smell ass? Man, you low class. Well, since age 12, it seemed like I always smelled. I thought ripping gases and tooting was pretty swell. I got pissed off when I took my jeans off and fought it so hard to turn my underwear backwards like crisscross. And every night I'm like, oh, dinner last. Then fought out my ass faster than a fat bitch who ain't too fast. Smell this, honey. Yo, dude, wait a minute. That's my girl, cuz. I don't give a f God sent me to stink the world up. My anus. My anus. Rectum. My anus. Teacher wanted me kicked out back in junior high. Said the problem was something crawled up my ass and died. I shot him in the face with my vapor. The worst happened later when I covered his desk with used toilet paper. Walked in the strip club, my intestines were filled up. Moved the bartender, took a dump in a tip cup. Went over to a dancer, had a buck in her garter. She lifted her leg up, and I knew she was a father. 99% of my life I was lied to. I just found out my mom's got more gas than I do. I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper. Make a record about strange noises made on the crapper. You know you blew dirt when the women rushed to leave. You tried to hold it back, but your butt needed relief. This guy at White Castle said it was pretty cool. But I had to go. Go drop the kids off at the pool. My anus. My anus. So Muffus came in breathlessly here with a bulletin at 441 at County Line Road. The road is all backed up because the starting gate, is, uh, you know, the horse starting gate, I guess from Gulfstream? Yes. Fell off and is blocking the highway there. 441 at County Line Road. Thanks for the warning, Greg. Boy, that Greg, I'll tell you, does he have a lot of input in this show? No. Or what, huh? Without him, we could never have done this. Get a haircut, Greg, okay? Even John Jarrett said you look like a goofball. He said that, uh, what's his name, had it right. What tells his name, our good, close, personal friend? Our engineering friend. I, I Bob? Bob uh, Vermouth, that's right. Out of sight, out of mind. Well, if you could have heard those stories at that dinner in Amsterdam that night, it would have made, made new hair grow in places where it's illegal. But he told me that story about the whole Beasley family crawling up that tree with that kid with a banjo. I mean, that was just amazing. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Even John Jarris is eating Wayne Arnold's today, huh? Oh! Everybody came in to see us. This is good today. Great. Eating a couple of Neely burgers. I'm sitting here eating mine without the bread. And wouldn't you think since Troy Stratford was in here 40 times today, and our other close personal friend Troy from Balance for Life, wouldn't you think since he's kind enough to get me back on that program again, he would fax me the sheet so I can fill them out or something like that? So I can choose, pick and choose? See, he's afraid now that Jeff Cohen taught me the secret of that, to pick, like, you know, ten of the same thing that's something that you like, as opposed to the baba ganoush, things like that. So he's a... a, a now, we got another call from Columbus, another Buckeye. Hello. You guys suck. Yeah, huh? Suck this. And that wasn't from Columbus anyway. That was a very sad... So we apologize for that, all you Buckeye people up there. We apologize. We have a lot of morons down here. He said something about he's busy sucking. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from uh, Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I am a Buckeye, but I'm 
unfortunately, I live down here. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. There are white people there, believe it or not. And Cleveland is a beautiful city. Is it? I've been there. I've been there in the Coons Age. Well, I was over there last summer with my wife, and it, it was great. Down, down in uh, by the stadium and everything, the flats. They used to call it the mistake by the lake, but now they've turned it around. It's beautiful. Well, good but for anyway, them. But anyway, my prediction. Always liked that little Dennis Kucinich. Wasn't he the mayor there? The mayor? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Was he idea the mayor of Cincinnati? Mayor. Whatever the hell. <laughs> but anyway, my prediction for the game is Ohio State. Okay, points. good. Five, six, seven. We don't want to call up the sports nerd shows and make predictions on the game, okay? We don't do that on this show. This is not a sports show. By the way, here's my prediction for the game. What is with this? Oh, they're spastic today, you notice? It's either feast or famine yeah. on this phone. We have four million open lines and an hour to kill. I guess they're upset because we're eating on the air again. Well, you know what? Tough, tough titty. That's what we say. Too bad. We enjoy eating on the air, especially when it's Wayne Arnold's like this. What? What's wrong after all of these months of being away and everything? <coughs> See that? Excellent. Outstanding. 242 votes on the poll. What should Neil do regarding Moe during 2003? <coughs> Steal his hairpiece, 99. Stick by his guns, ignore him, 73. Kiss and make up, 29. Make peace, 25. And rip him some mo, which was a late edition, 16. It's moving up the ladder. Here's a lady in Davy. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I came to the rumor expert. I've heard a couple rumors that Suds died. What are you talking about? Suds was just on a show the other day. Well, see, I, I've been on vacation for over a month. Yeah, okay, well, go drink and go have another one, okay? <laughs> Oh, my God. Are these people out there rocker or what? We apologize to the people in Columbus, by the way. You sure got this town beat. No matter what the final score of the game, life is more than a ball game. See, this is, you know, that that's a very good point that's being made with this. And that is that a lot of people in this town, with like that asshole that called Mad Dog, are we blessed down here, Mad Jim, and all that crap, trying to make ball games into a substitute for like a real thriving and living place with living and breathing people under the age of 100, which this is not. So I don't care if U of M wins by 74,000 points, which I hope tonight, but the fact of the matter is that changes nothing. And it's a crutch for the people here to hang on to because we got too many people like this last drunken bitch. We have one call on the board. Five, if you start with that thing with a phone, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. 5670560, oh, pound 560. And by Just the way, Carlos, it. have a nice weekend. Goodbye. Let's get all these people out of here already. Have, get out. Go, go away. See ya. They just love the show so much they can't leave. You know what? They can't get out of here. See ya. Say goodbye. Bye, Carlos. Thanks for the Canes t-shirt. Go Canes. Go away. <laughs> Man. This is, see, uh, yesterday was like marvelous. Marvelous. There was nobody in the building. And now today, not that I don't like a lot of the John Jarris is a good guy. We love Carlos. But now it's turning into another goddamn parade in here. And poor George is sitting in there feverishly trying to do his job at least for one day so I don't cancel a check. And, and they're all like bugging him, you know, and, uh, ba, 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 ba. he can't sit in there and like screen these tremendous number of calls we're getting and do uh, justice to this program and pay attention to what I'm saying for the occasional verbal intercourse for the uh, interplay. Like Tom Jicka says, now that he's like an equal partner on the show, isn't that what little Tommy wrote? George is an equal partner on the show, something like that. I want to give you a kiss. Yeah, that's for you, Tom, right in your bald spot. Do you know that Tom Jicka's got a fine-looking young son? I must say young. He's like 25, probably 50 by now. Yeah, he's got a good-looking kid. I don't know what he does. That's why Tom is nervous. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, welcome back, you relentless bastard. Thank you so much. Hey, um. You relentless caller. <laughs> hey, could you do me a big, big favor? Anything you want, man. I'm in the middle of eating a long extended lunch here. It's great. Time today. Um, I want you to play that uh, Pete Rose bit. 
the funniest. Pete Rose bit. Yeah, it's on one of the brand new discs. It's long and it's funny. Oh, okay. It's so funny. Thank I'll, you. I'll find it for See you. Ya. Second to newest. Yeah. With the writing on the sleeve. This one? One, yeah. And what is it called? It's uh, one of the last tracks on there. It's on um, Dick Clark, New Year's Eve? No, that's the well, other I, I just munged a white hot on mm. the microphone here. The other uh, disc. Oh. With the writing on the back. This one here? Yeah. Let's see. Nice tight sweater. All the way at the end. Sort of. Oh, Selig and Rose. That's Bud, Bud Light and Pete Rose. Yeah, okay. Pet and I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, what greaseball goombas come out of the woodwork. <laughs> me either. Okay, let me cue that up. What cut is that, George? 24? It's cut 24. We'll get to it momentarily. Okay, just relax. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Can you believe that? I just I just held my finger on that button there, and I turned and looked, and it was 24. Wonderful. We're taking four breaks for this hour, right? We are? Well, because you took, like, fewer. You dropped a couple during the course of the show. We're taking four breaks this hour? My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Yeah. What just happened? That was a short break. It was a 10-second spot, and it was the end of it. No, we're not done. For time, we want to apologize for Joe Zagaki. Baseball Commissioner Bud Selig is thinking about lifting Pete Rose's lifetime ban from baseball. Here now is a conversation between the commissioner and Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose. Oh, oh, Pete. Oh, God. Give me the money. I screwed up the orange Give me the money. Give up the orange ball. Hold on a second. Hello? Hello? Pete? Who's this? Bud Selig. Oh, oh, oh. This lifetime ban. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I hope so. This is, it's gonna be great. I, I'm just I, I, following I, up. Make sure you're doing the right thing. Did you clean your room? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I clean the room. Take yeah. the garbage out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pick up your clothes off the floor. Uh, yes, I did that. Dirty clothes in the hamper. Uh huh. Did you get rid of that uh, Mo Three Stooges haircut? No, no, I didn't get rid of. It. I didn't get. Still have that hair? Yeah, yeah. I That's love gonna it. be a problem. Pete. No, I know, but I, I love That's that. That's the haircut of a four-year-old boy. Yeah, no, but it really suits me really well. So you're not betting anymore, right, Pete? No, no, I'm clean. I haven't made a bet at all. Twenty years, twenty years, been a long time. Twenty years, I haven't made a bet at all. Hey, Pete, what's what? this thing what? that Vinny tells me, huh? What? You put two hundred dollars down on the Holyfield first night? What? what? It's you know, no, 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 no. I, I, mean, I, I, I tell you, no, no, oh, 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 TV. 
I don't. I turned that down and I put up the radio. What? what? It's, that, it's that new serious satellite radio, you know, the one with the digital quality. It's uh, really good. It'll never work. Stupid. <laughs> I love you. What? Nothing. What? So you're clean? You haven't been betting? No, no, I haven't made a bet in pool. Yo, long time. Long time. Long, long, long time. time. And you sure you're not getting beat up? No, no, no. It's... You still have the hair? I got I got the hair, I'm not, I'm, but I'm not making any bets. I'm clean. You Nothing. You gorgeous. What? Nothing. Oh. I want to get in, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I want to get in there, too, you know. All right, well, we'll have a meeting on it. All right. All right. Do me a favor. Don't call me back for, like, two or three days, all right? What? Don't, just don't call me back. I'm, I'm going to be away for a couple days. Oh, oh, make love to me. No, no, but oh, oh, fuck, oh, 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 I don't want to go out of here again when he made reference to the Mo, the Moa Howard haircut. I'm getting pounded. Yeah, that's why I want to hear it. It was okay. Killed some good time. I think I'm finished with lunch. I didn't eat all of it, but, you know, enough is enough already. There was enough in there for the Chinese Army, for the North Korean Army. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Here's a call from Hollywood. Hello. Come Here's our last call, Papano. Hello. Yes, sir. I, uh, didn't Jazz McKay go to Columbus? Beats me. <laughs> I think that's where he ended up, for real. Huh. <laughs> I heard right, he spent thanks. some. I heard he spent some time in Columbus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. And most other towns too. Okay. Thank you. I'll tell you, these people are sure tickled with their own material, and nobody has any idea what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh. Five six seven oh five sixty. We got a whole open board on here now, and forty minutes to go until Mad Dog time. Maybe it's just the day to leave early. You know, it's one of those things. Now one, now one call of gratitude. Well, now we had the one guy for my uh, jumping on a hurricane. Not, I'm not, not a bandwagon jumper. It's just that I'm finally uh, throwing in my allegiance. Not that they need it. Not that it'll make any difference. And like I said, I'm keeping it in total perspective. That a sports team winning the national championship doesn't make this any less of a horse and buggy town than it is and always will be. It changes nothing. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Florida. Thank you so much. I've been waiting here to come back for one reason, and I don't know if you know about this, and there's been very little publicity about it. On December 17th, there was supposed to be approximately 50,000 people in the United States that had taken their citizenship test to be sworn in. Yeah. Our friend in Washington, Mr. Bush, decided a week before that these 50,000 people would not be sworn in as citizens. Yeah. That being investigated for Well, he's the dictator, years. so leave him alone, okay? I don't want to talk about politics today, okay, with his Mr. Bush. This We know what he is. You can smell it. Now, let's see. It says if they win, will the folks from Columbus riot again? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I should have congratulated those uh, Buckeyes on those great riots that they had and burning the cars and carrying on in the streets like a bunch of wild animals, huh? It's a tradition. I don't think they have to worry about it this time, though. Maybe they'll do it because they lose so bad. It says, why do educated, <laughs> employed white people riot when they win a ball game? Oh, this is W.L. and Del Rey. That ripped you in ass. Didn't he rip you in ass yesterday? Not W.L. W.L. and Del Rey, I think he took a shot at you, George. It's the new, it's the new passing fancy. And, boy, the, t the difficulty I've had in getting phone calls here today, it's pretty obvious that you blew off about 80% of the audience. It'll take me six months to get them back. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Where's the enthusiasm? 
Where's the excitement? Even we got assholes calling from Columbus from Ohio State today. And what are you people doing? You got your finger up your ass as usual. You guys up there in Columbus, okay, just no matter what the score of the game tonight is, kiss your lucky stars and each other's ass that you're not here. That's my best advice to you. Just kiss the ground that you're not here. Man, what a place. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Lady in Miami. Miami Lakes. Lady in Miami Lakes, yes. That's me. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want to tell you something's going to make you happy. Yeah. You want to hear it? I'm listening. You like turtle ice cream. And? Nestle's turtle. Yeah. Okay. Go to Publix. No. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Is there anybody in this town who's not drunk today? No. Jesus Christ, all the women are drunk. There you go, guys. There's your signal. Find anybody that looks human, grab it. They're all drunk. They're all just plastered out of their minds. I don't want to know where Nestle's turtle is. She's, she's trying to kill me, this bitch. I don't want to know where the hell to find it. Like she's doing me a favor, like that woman that kept bringing me those damn Smarties to the hockey games, and I kept telling her, don't bring me those. I'm addicted to sugar, honey. I'll eat them, and it makes my head swim, and my blood sugar sick, son, and it, I'm diabetic. You And she kept bringing them and bringing them. My good, close lady friend from Toronto, eh? I got some of my Arab connections up there looking for you, sweetheart. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey, what's up, Papa? How you doing, sir? How you doing? Okay. Hey, Happy New Year to you, Neil. And to you. You know you, my boy, dog. I just want to say I love you, man. That's all. Oh, that could be the worst call we've ever had on this show. And that includes all of them. It includes Eddie. It includes uh, everybody. Even the bridge tender. Yeah, that could be the worst call. Sir, mark that down, okay? Mark it out of your sleeve. A mark of ex uh, extinction and distinction in your life. Pathetic. And you know something? The best calls we had today were from Columbus. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, I just want to tell you I hope Miami wins too, but for a different reason. So yeah. you don't get all the same Dolphin fans whining about Miami too. You're going to have the same sh Anyway, what I was going to say was, hey, I want to defend George also. Yeah. George did a fine job. Let me ask you something. If they if they lose the game tonight, which won't happen, but if Miami did by some chance lose the game, you think that somebody will call Mad Dog on Monday and say, aren't we cursed down here, Mad Dog? Aren't we cursed here, Jim? To lose two clutch football games in a matter of days. That 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 could have been the most unbelievable call in the history of everybody's life. Aren't we blessed down here, Jim? Oh, my God. Get a life, you pathetic jock-sniffing jackass, you, man. I'm not talking about the caller. I'm talking about that other guy that called Mad Dog. And, of course, if Mad Dog would have had a big pair, which he doesn't anymore since Mo came to town, but if he would have had the big pair he used to have, he would have totally got the same thing about what a silly ass he is and it's only a bunch of ball games. Are we blessed down here? Yeah, we're blessed with illegal aliens, with massive unemployment, with all kinds of slums, with people who hate each other like poison, with all kinds of goddamn old people who hate life, who want to chase anybody under the age of 500 out of their uh, condo complex and out of town, preferably, as far away as possible. But other than that, aren't we blessed? We love the Panthers. Uh, come on, let's go. What do you say, huh? No. Oh. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Uh, welcome back to the Dow Here I am. Hey, uh, I was, I was uh, going down the Dow the, the other day, and I figured out they took out Mega 103.5 and put uh, some strum there, putting on hip-hop music. You know anything what's up with that? Yeah, it's uh, 103.5 hip-hop. Turn it on. You'll love it. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. 
All right, dude, first-time caller, man. You rock, bro. I want to tell you, you know, Mo was really brave talking all that crap about you when you were gone, huh? Yeah. And now, yeah. That, now that I'm back in the building, he's mentioning my name. That's a good point. Good point. You know, it really talked a lot of crap when you were gone, but yeah. heaven forbid you say, you know, when you're in town, he says something. Good point. You know? You so, got... anyway, um, just want to say take care. Happy New Year. Take care, dude. Okay. <laughs> That's an excellent point, isn't it? Now that I'm back in town. I don't think it's just a coincidence. Anybody out there believe it? No! No, but it was good talking about it, though. It killed some good time. We enjoyed it. We'll see what happens Monday, you know? We'll see what happens Monday at 9 o'clock in the big crossover. Maybe we'll actually come in here. We'll do a crossover. What do you think? No. Over George's dead body. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil, man. Happy holidays. Same to you. All right, buddy. I, I could totally understand what you're saying about the crazies down here, man. I'm, I'm driving right now, and just the hate, everything that you're saying, how people are just inconsiderate, uh, so much racial tension, just tension in general. I'm getting ready to get out of here. I'm going to California for two weeks for some training for work. I'm looking forward Good to for it. Good for you, man. You'll love but it. I want to tell you one thing. If it doesn't work out with uh, you and Mr. Mo Howard, I think you guys should have a boxing off. Go to one of those amateur things. You guys put on two sets of gloves and get to it because... I don't think there's going to be a crossover like how you and uh, Hank Goldberg used to do the crossover and, uh -huh. you know, shummy it up. Yeah. I don't think it could work with him. That guy's got too much big head and uh, whatever else. He probably got a, a real big head. He's too big for the rest of us. You're right, pal. Have a good time out there. Watch out for all the faggots. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Jim Mandich, old number 88, the old tight end. We'll be along between 1 and 3. Hey, don't forget to join the big... Uh, oh! And the QM Prize Patrol tonight, starting at 4 p.m. at Hooligans in the Dayland Plaza for the official QM Canes Fiesta Bowl watch party presented by Miller Lite. <laughs> Final score in tonight's game, the Fiesta Bowl will be University of Miami Hurricanes, 124,672, and Ohio State, Columbus State Buckeyes. Oh! Zip. That's our fearless prediction. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. I'm quite... West Palm Beach, hello. Get ripping the bucket, you asshole. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. I guess these people slept in. They're just getting around to it now. Here's North Miami Beach, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of cursing about uh, George, and let me tell you, he did a fine job. He didn't only talk about Lord of the Rings. He talked about a lot of different subjects. And Lord of the discussed. Rings and all of these things is what I'm hearing. No, 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 Bull, come on. He, 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 and he didn't I don't know on. what he talked about. I wasn't listening. What the hell do I care what he talked about? All and of these what? things. Right. And he didn't just stay, stay on the sex issue and the girls' boobs. Nah, he, he was very diversified, talked about, about did he, politics. Did he, did he do a little eating ass at least? Yeah, I don't remember that one, but yeah. it might have felt good. That was the problem. All right, Neil, take care. Thanks. Thanks for the spy report, pal. They're spying on you, George. See, now that the audience is finally coming back, the word's going around town. we got Greg Reed's got the kids out there with the sandwich boards. Neil's back on the air. So now that the audience is drifting back in by the ones, and the message is spreading from coast to coast, they're now they're getting the word on George out. All of these people, of course, didn't listen while you were on, but are going to give chapter and verse everything. In. Now, this last guy is a big fan of yours. He likes you. He wants you. Badly. Here's Naples. Hello. Hi, Neil, what's up? Yes, sir. I, George talked about Lord of the Rings, and I loved every second of it. Okay. So, but speaking of the Panthers, man, they played, they played a fantastic game last night. That was, it was fun to watch. I watched the whole thing. Victor Kozlov just playing fantastic. And yeah, what the hell happened with him last night? All of a sudden woke up. That uh, big Russian goop uh, woke up last night. Yeah, yeah. He's, 
uh, he's banging and he's he's making great plays. And and, and playing hockey too. Okay. Yeah, but uh, speaking of Columbus, you know we can't we can't root for him too much because we get their first round pick next year. So if there if theirs is worse than us, we get to switch with them. Are you talking about so, the straight jackets? Don't worry about that. We got like uh, let's see, forty. We got nine points on them. Don't worry about it. Yeah, well, as long as we just gotta have a better record than them. That's all. We can switch picks. No sweat. Okay, go Leafs, go. Here's a fact that says uh, George less Lord of the Rings and more eating ass shows. Sincerely, Dwight Lauderdale. <laughs> Right. Nice going there, Dwight. You notice he shaved off his mustache after you started talking about him eating ass. I don't need more contact. That I way. don't exactly. I don't think it was just a coincidence. Well, Ann used to get upset. She said it burned. You know, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line twelve thirty one at QAM. Live and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Good news: David Westerfield sentenced to death. And the judge says he's got to pay $86,000 in restitution. And he says he'd prefer if he'd pay it before they gave him the gas. Remember this golden gasser. Wonderful WQAM. is a party girl slut, party girl slut, party girl slut. Oh. Ann Coulter is a party girl slut, party girl slut, party girl slut. On her back, legs are spread, Nancy Snatch is good head. Nancy Snatch, Nancy Snatch, Nancy Snatch, Nancy Snatch. A moralist monster, a good girl who wants to be a media hall and prefers it on top quiver. You want more? On this lady? Here's what I'll give you. She's got a book to read about slandering. Nobody knows more about slandering out with a big stupid mouth than anyone to the left of Mangala. Such a good Christian girl, you want to strangle her. Pontificating who she's hating. Political pundit pontificating. Scrub on the floor and masturbating. A Republican skanky hoe. She's a federalissimo. Making liberal a dirty word, you know. In a mini skirt showing camel toe. And Coulter knows what hate can be in a mini skirt that spells fishy. She's a tall drink of water on the side of law and order with a back alley look if you like your broad dollar. If you got the money, she'll spread those legs with a cigarette and a chardonnay. And Coulter and Coulter, political pundit, the angel of the right and an easy lay. All right, 23 to 1 at 560 WQAM. 298 votes. What should Neil do regarding Moe during 2003? Steal his hairpiece, 105. Stick by his guns, ignore him, 79. Rip him some mo 44. That's moving up the ladder fast with a bullet. Kiss and make up 37 and make peace 33. Not looking too promising. A number of prominent anchors and course. And, and, you know, I'm thinking about this uh, ball game tonight. You know what my real feelings are about it? I went to Michigan State briefly. You see what I'm saying? Who gives right. a flying crap, really, when you come right down to it? A number of prominent anchors and correspondents have been canned. Others are heading for the exits at CNN including broadcast veteran Garrick Ugly, CNN Insider said. And then it's got, let's see, uh, Washington senior correspondent Brooks Jackson also was axed. He was axed to leave. 
San Francisco-based anchor James Hattori, CNN FN anchor Bruce Francis, CNN uh, financial senior news correspondent Alan Dodds-Frank, and Miami-based reporter bald-headed Mark Potter. Miss Potter's been canned, given the old axe. How do you like that? And it goes on here about the moves are the latest sign of a shift at CNN under Chairman Walter Isaacson away from the long think pieces and investigative reporting by veteran broadcasters towards snappy live reports, marquee name anchors, and younger reporters insiders say because they're under fierce pressure from Fox, the fascist news channel that has toppled CNN in the ratings. How do you like that? So they're caving in, man. Wouldn't surprise me if they make Larry King stop wearing them suspenders. Fine, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Five six seven oh five sixty. Loan me fifty dollars. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Here's a call in Davy. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Happy New Year. Same to you. It's uh, good to have you back. Yeah. I'm 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 one of those listeners. I I do like Mo when George is on the radio. I flip over to the other station, but now you're back and you you, you know you're slowly bringing everybody back, man. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, uh, take a couple of months. I know. I, I, I the first day I found out you were back. I was like, okay, I don't need to listen to the other station. I don't know, George, uh, some reason, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's a little but, bit too uh, low-key, mumbles. Low-key, soft, you know, you think you're like in Swishy a middle sounding. ball or something. Right. But, um, but uh, hey, real quick. Too much Lord of the Rings and all of those things. Hey, i got a problem that's just arise. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe you could just give me a little advice real quick. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Call up Doctor Laura. Pound five sixty on the AT and T. In fact, her mother, if she could have just gotten through, you know it. She was trying to call her daughter for advice, and the line was busy, busy, busy all of those months. That thing about how she was like melted into the carpet—that was really yeah. great. Wow. wow, her body was lying there. Doctor Laura's mom, so long that it like putrefied and like melted into the carpet, and they had to cut the carpet. And away. they had to cut the carpeting away. Oh my God. How grotesque. Almost as gross as Dr. Laura herself, but not quite. How about those hurricanes, baby? Absolutely correct, sir. They're going to kick some ass. I really don't care. It, but it, it pissed off those kids from Columbus. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, you're right. You know, life is not about ball games, but it can make it really fun. I was at Gillette Stadium uh, last Sunday for the game, and it was relatively lousy game up until the fourth quarter. Right. And then after that, when the Patriots won, man, the stadium exploded. When when push came to shove, when you heard those choking, gagging sounds from the Dolphins' sideline. It was some of the worst called football the end of that game. But anyway, life is not about football games, but it can make it enjoyable and it can make it a lot of fun. Yeah. And also, I went to the Bruins game when they played against the San Jose Sharks and they won 5-2. to two. Mm-hmm. That was another great game. Oh, you, so. that was the game in Boston? Yeah, the one in and Boston. And you, you were the guy that was there. No, it was a pretty good crowd because it was like a holiday crowd. Oh, you know? I see. Because they're not drawing flies because I, I don't understand that they're having a really good year, although they've gone into a uh, coma lately, but every team goes through that. But right. they got off to such a great start, and they're holding it against uh, the organization, you know, for being so cheap all of these years. When they finally got a really outstanding team, I don't get it. Yeah, like doing, a, a delayed reaction. Yeah, they're doing pretty well, but Ottawa's playing really well, too, right now. And uh, Ottawa, Ottawa's not playing. Oh, and the saddest part of it is Ottawa is not only playing great. They won 8-1 to over Atlanta last night. Marion Jose had four goals. Four goals yeah. But the franchise is on the verge of bankruptcy. The owner can't pay the uh, payroll. They're going to have to wait like two to three weeks to get paid like around here. And uh, he's uh, desperate. His financing deal fell through. So here's the hottest team in the league, and they got no money. What does that say? And what about Buffalo? They're in the same sort of Buffalo boat, is I Buffalo, I think, is going to be history. I hate to say that, but they just have no cash. The, the new owner is desperate. Happy New Year, Neil. Same to you. They can't draw flies there at Buffalo. They got their new arena. See, all of this business about build us a new arena, and guess what? It never pans out. Like the Fleet Center in Boston. 
Back in the old Boston Garden, man, you could get maybe a single ticket here and there, but it was a tough ticket to get. And now that they built this fleet enema center, and you see all those obnoxious empty yellow seats. Always a good idea to make the seats yellow, so that when nobody shows up, it looks really good. Here's a call from Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? How Great. You Same to you. Listen, I heard you earlier talking about O.J. Simpson, and I just wanted to bring this to your attention. You were talking about how much money that he made. And he was making on all, all the stuff he's doing. I Six was figures. Off, yeah. I was over off of Burden, 90, about 97th Avenue in the Salvation Army. And we were nosing around in there. And guess who popped in there with his blonde girlfriend shopping? Uh-huh. Shopping at the Salvation Army. Really? With all, all the money that he makes. Mm-hmm. I guess he was looking probably, for Probably my mom runs into him at the dollar store. <laughs> right? Well, when you, you know, spend a lot of money on drugs, you don't have much left over for important stuff. That's it. Needed a new mattress. Okay, say hi to Pedro Guerrero for us. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty. He was cleared of all of these charges, by the way. <coughs> Just like when Michael came back from Sicily, he had to be cleared against all those false charges. Remember that? That's right. <coughs> I think I had a white hot dude down my throat the wrong way. Has that never happened? See what I told you about him? Let's take a call from uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello? Fort Lauderdale, yes, sir. Uh, is this Neil Rogers? Yes, sir, speaking. Yeah, I, I got a problem here. Uh, my mom just called up about five minutes ago. She yeah. was telling you about some turtle ice cream. She was real into it. And you just, you called her a bitch. Yeah. And what, what is that about, man? She, she she knows you like turtle ice cream. She knows I'm diabetic and I'm fat and that if I eat turtle well, ice cream, I'm going to die. Get out of here, okay? I'm not going to die from eating turtle ice cream from your mom, okay? And by the way, your mama. <coughs> like Linda Blair would say, your mama sews socks in hell, okay? Get out of here. How do you like that? Now she's got to put her kid up to it to call back and defend her intemperate call. That couldn't have been his mama. She sounded about 92. 5670560. Oh, grow up. Will you people grow up? It's a goddamn radio show. Just grow up already. That's one of my New Year's resolutions that I'm sticking to. Not putting up with any of these emotional cripples during this coming year. Get with it. So she called. I hung up on her. As a matter of fact, it'll be a mark of distinction for the rest of her life. She can tell all of her friends if she finds any. That Neil Rogers hung up on her ass and called her a bitch. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Welcome back. Thanks. Um, I just want to have a little comment about uh, while you were away and George was doing the show. Yeah. There were several times, believe it or not, during the course of the shows that he was putting together where he, he came up with some stuff that was interesting, whether uh, he was ranting and raving about somebody or he had a good point to make. Mm -hmm. And every time I tried to call in and give my two cents, um, I couldn't call in because, unlike you, George never, ever, ever, ever announced his phone number on the air. That like, is such never. a hairy line. He said you're full of crap. I pumped the numbers till I was bleeding. He said he was pumping it until it, like, split open. Well, let me tell you, there were at least three different days. There was one day that he was ragging on J-Lo like there was no tomorrow, and I yeah. wanted to get a piece of that action. And then there was another day he was talking about the Bible and all that Well, I'll tell stuff. you what, next time George is on, call him up and bitch about it. He, he still won't talk He knows the number. Yeah, that's right. How did he get through? The, oh, that's because I give the number so much more often. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. See, that's how you do it. They started to that's lose how it's any meaning. They were oh, just I'm sound. not. Look, I these people don't have the capacity to discuss anything beyond this, and so therefore now I did. I, I mean, there have been times in the past. I'll say, well, how did George do while I was gone? You know, I mean, this was just a vacation. It wasn't like being gone for the whole summer, like a couple of years. I didn't. I didn't come on here today and say, how did George do? We're not grading George yet. Until the rest of the audience comes back, the people who tuned him out. Then we take that poll and we wave it in his face and say, hey, there you go, hot shot. They hate you. Or whatever. 
There's another guy that just, uh, who cares that we didn't give the numbers out? And this guy calls me to, like, bitch you out like a, like a little child, like a little kid in a sandbox snitching on George. He didn't give the numbers out enough, and he wanted to get a piece of that J-Lo. Okay, we got a piece for you. Rectum. Big fat ass, okay, is what we got, just like she's got. And what a shock about the fact that her marriage to Ben Affleck has fallen through. J-Lo and Ben blow up Valentine's Day wedding is off. And right here in a goddamn star at the bottom of the page of the same story is a picture of Ben with his buddy Matt Damon with his arm around his shoulder saying, Hey, dump that bitch. I'm here for you, pal. He's the one that got in between them. He's the one that stuck his ass in between. And so she may have the biggest ass, but maybe, maybe Ben decided she don't have the best ass. You think that's what it is? Because one thing about Ben Affleck, he knows his ass. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Oh, that's the rejoin. Oh, and we want to apologize for him, too. It's Friday, you bastard. No, the Affleck casting call. All right, Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Affleck. Uh, again, Tom? Affleck. Uh, one more time, Tom. Affleck. I'm losing the second part. One more. Affleck. Next. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yes, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Stop saying what I'm saying. I'll tell you what I'm saying. Affleck. Again. Affleck. Again. Affleck. Next. Jesse Jackson. Affleck. Uh, the... Affleck. Uh, uh, Jesse, I'm sorry, but the duck is white. Next, Woody Allen. She's nuts. I mean, it's a duck that talks. Stick to the script, Mr. Allen. It's crazy. It's insanity. Read the line, please. I mean, why would a duck speak? Next. The great Sean Connery, sir. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Sean Connery. Welcome, sir. Just read the line, please. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, excuse me, sir, again? Ah, oh, fuck. Sir, I'm sorry, that second part of the line, I don't... I'm simply saying, ah, fuck. Next! Oh, God. I guess we got Gilbert Gottfried over here. All right, give it to me, Gilbert. Ah, fuck! Uh, one more time, Gilbert. Ah, fuck! Well, Gilbert, I pretty much hate you, and I think you're terrible, but you're the closest thing we got. You got the job. You think you think Gilbert's got that like uh Hederdine wine, that buzz that's on it like in his throat? <laughs> yeah, that's Gilbert for you. Oh, speaking of Gilbert. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's a call, it'll be brief. It's from Hialeah. Hello. Uh huh. Knew it. Never got a real call from Hialeah in twenty seven years. Here's a Daytona Beach. Hello. Hi Neil, how can I follow such a call? Amazing. Hey, uh just a couple quick things about bowl games. Uh the Couple things that bother me here. Number one, the Orange Bowl. The fact that it isn't even played in the Orange Bowl anymore. Doesn't that seem to bother anybody? Or it doesn't bother me because because nobody here cares about those teams anyway. <laughs> I guess we don't want you people from USC and Iowa who are waiting for your planes to feel bad. But go back where you came from. We don't care about you. Other than that, just another thing that ticks me off. How about all these uh, corporate sponsorships like the Tostitos? Yeah, the nauseating, absolutely disgusting. They pull in weed whacker, uh, goose yourself bowl. I mean, who cares? It's ridiculous. About, well, the good old days when it's just the uh, you know, the uh, Orange Bowl or Fiesta Bowl, whatever. I noticed, I noticed in one of the bowl games, they had like a corporate sponsorship on the 25-yard line. Usually if there's going to be something that's like, a, you know, midfield, they had some crap on the 25-yard line. I don't know. How about the Dolphins? Maybe they should get some sponsorship. Maybe that'll help out next year. Okay, pro player sounds good. Oh, that's right. I forgot they're out of business. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on it. See, if you just pump these numbers like I do, George, you'd make that other guy feel a lot better. <laughs> 
You'd make him a lot happier, and he could call and get a piece of J-Lo's ass or whatever he was looking for. Some segments, that's all I did. Uh, exactly. Hey, I can relate to it. Yesterday was fine. Today is my second day back after a wonderful vacation, after being out of town a couple of months. And a second day, the, you know, the glory is gone. The old glory hole is gone. They sealed it up with cement or something that sounds like cement. Here's Plantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, man, my first time calling you since you've been back. Welcome back. Well, what do you it's mean it's... since I've been back? That was only yesterday, so. Well, no, I didn't call yesterday. I haven't talked to you since you went away. Yeah. But it's good to have you back. Listen, speaking of J-Lo, you know what I often fantasize about? It's, it's, and I'll be clean. You don't have to hang up. Bending her over in the doggy-style position mm -hmm. and seeing if her both or her cheeks could cover my whole face. That's what I often think about. See if her cheeks I would get my arm for if that. If both of your cheek, her cheeks could cover your puss. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. Let's ask Ben if he knows anything about that. Ben? No. He don't know nothing about her ass. That that whole thing is just so ludicrous, so ridiculous. Do you believe us yet? Do you believe us? No. no. They had the press. How about there. now? We made a video. Do you believe us? No. No. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Neil. Buenos dias. Happy New Year, Maricon. Same to you. <laughs> That's it. That's his material. That's the guy. Here's Miami on 7, our last call. we got seven minutes to go. Here's the last one. Bill, Happy New Year, my friend. Back to you. Uh, George. George was great. Everybody should just chill out. Yeah. Leave George alone. Uh-huh. All right? He's just wonderful. When you're when you're not there, but of course you are the yeah 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 okay get to the points here quit with a sucking George's ass and my ass let's let's say something meaningful get to the meat go hurricane okay that's better well, what do you what's wrong with that nothing well why didn't you just say that in the beginning <laughs> instead of sucking everybody's ass nobody likes a suck hole okay that was sir? foreplay nobody wants all that verbal foreplay a little you know regular foreplay that's a different story verbal foreplay forget about it. I'll take, don't answer any more calls. I'll take the remainder of the calls. We only got a few minutes to kill here. That's what they want now. That's, that's what they're salivating for is these final few minutes here. An opportunity to express themselves. To get on the air and like play that game that they want to play so desperately, so badly, to validate themselves as human beings, to make the whole world feel as though they're getting up on a goddamn podium and saying, look at me. Here I am. I'm alive. I'm me. I'm something. Yeah, you're something. All right. We know that. Here's Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Just want to let you know that I saw Lord of the Rings and George gave me the worst advice in the world. Yeah. Well, sir, can, I, can I say this to you? I don't care about Lord of the Rings. I don't care about Ring Around the Collar, Ring Around the Rosie. I don't care about Lord of the Rings. I don't care about wings and things, rings and things. I don't care about rings, okay? Rings are for, like, engaged and married people. And old fags who wear one of them uh, phony rings, you know, on a ring finger. You know the kind of the square ones? What do they call those? No, I don't know. You know what I'm... Ring? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings. You know, you really did kill this audience with that Lord of the Rings stuff. Who cares about Lord of the Rings? It came out. Why? Because it was December. And? And nothing. We didn't, like, maybe four How about Indiana Jones and the, uh, yeah, show of, and the show of death? We talked about anything that came out. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, uh, probably that, too. WQAM. 99! Yards. Thanks, honey. WQAM. Ooga booga. Let's dedicate tonight's hurricane victory over Columbus uh, State, I mean Ohio State, to the memory of our good friend Sonny Hirsch. What do you say? Let's hear it. All right. For Sonny, good guy. He had that little thing, that little quaggle, but he was a great guy. We like Sonny a lot. WQAM. My God! 
WQAM. Now, well, what are you what are you pointing? Oh, that was the the guy, the the punks. That's why he hung up. Will you relax? Will you I just calm relaxed. down? You're so you're so uptight about this. It's just a radio. It'll be over in four and a half minutes. Too long. Don't you understand? It's not going to change your life. It's certainly going to change my life. That. With all the money that I'm making, you think I give a flying crap about these assholes? Just I don't care. Just churn them out. Look, and look at the way the phone is ringing now, man. Like we're giving away $100 bills. WQAM? Can the Lord of the Rings take care of my hemorrhoid problem? I, think, I think that's where you'll find that ring. I think that's what he was talking about, is the ring in your Rectum. collar. When you have hemorrhoids, don't you have to sit on a ring? Sometimes. That's what Mo said. An inflatable. How's the Mo poll coming? What should Neil do regarding Mo during 2003? Steal his hairpiece. 109 is in first place by a pretty good margin. Stick by his guns. Ignore him. 80. Rip him some Mo. 56. Boy, that sure has moved up, huh? There's a late addition in there. Kiss and make up 41 and make peace 34. So if you add those last two categories together, you got 23.4%, which means 76 point or whatever percent is uh, not too positive. Yeah, he's going to take a lot more than just mentioning my name once to make up for all the damage that he's tried to do to this program and to our lives and to your uh, livelihood, etc. and so on. Going to take a lot more than just coming on there because I happen to be in the studio one day and back in town for a couple of months to say Neil Rogers is next or whatever the hell he said this morning that started this whole Simmons around him. And we still hope he gets a big number in there because we'd like to make the bonus again sometime, the overall bonus. Get a number, you old fart. WQAM. WQAM. Hello. See how slow these people are? Hola. Marico. Yeah, okay. WQAM. Hey. See, see how good it is with the aspects we got down here? That's why. That's another reason that people hate it here. Your people. They're not mine. They're your people, man. They're your people. No, no. Mars greasy ass? My people don't have an accent. Acento? WQAM. What is it? Is this Neil Rogers? Yes, speaking. Huh? Yeah. Neil. WQAM. Go cocaine! See what I mean about how slow they are? Slow. Slow as molasses. We're doing a little screenless here, trying to have even a little bit of fun with a little mini lightning round at the end of the show, and you still can't do it. You still can't get the job done. Man, does this place suck. God! I should have known. I left here yesterday, and I said to myself, this can't happen again. And I was right. Yesterday was too good to be true. And I thought to myself, if I could come in and we could have as much fun as we did yesterday every day, and the show would be as easy as rolling off a log, and the audience would be as responsive and have something to say. But what I didn't realize is they had something to say yesterday that they'd been holding up for, like, uh, however long. You know what I mean? Right. And then that's it. They shot their wad. Here is the, they shot their wad, baby. Man, you can smell it all over town. It's either that or that dolphin fourth quarter again, those last three minutes. WQAM. WQAM. Hey, Neely. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? All right. I wanted to end the show on a good note. Yeah. I was listening to a bowl game, uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. And Condoleezza went to Notre Dame and her team lost. Well, that's another good reason we hate Notre Dame. I forgot about that. I know. So as soon as I heard that Dill Hall, whoever he was, announcing the game, say, oh, Condoleezza's team lost, I was like, hooray! All right. Excellent. All right. Have a good one, bro. And have a happy New Year, sir, okay? And thanks for the good news. Well, I guess that'll put that Condoleezza bitch in her place. Oh, sorry. Sorry to our good friend there at Fox News. Sorry, Heather. <laughs> and I still would like to do it. 
So that's going to do it for us today. Yeah. We hope that the uh, Canes will. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? That was pretty nifty. I like that myself, you know. Idiotic. See, when I'm trying to hit it, I can't do it when I didn't want to. Well, that's just the way. A good, a good time to say goodbye when that happens. Final score tonight, University of Miami, 172,465,003. And Columbus uh, State, also known as Ohio State, Buckeyes. Oh! Zippity-doo-dah, okay? The Mad Dog, Jim Maddox, next. And then we got a whole bunch of football stuff with a lot of spots in there. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, my! Oh, my!